Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to There Will Be Dungeons from ThereWillBeDungeons.com. Uh, you're joining us on a fortuitous moment. The Fergusons, a.k.a. Kyle and Kristen, a.k.a. Hope and Varel, have given birth to a 10-pound happy baby boy named Flynn Ferguson. And they are busy building him an arcade so they can call it Flynn's Arcade, which makes us very happy. Actually, I don't know if that's true, but they should do it. Uh, as a result, we are doing a... Uh, <laughs> I already forgot what we call it. It doesn't matter. We're continuing our alternate universe story that John set up for us a number of months ago when we had another uh, occasion like this where we had to do something as a, as a bit of a break. We did it between basically between uh, campaign seasons for There Will, will Be Dungeons. And uh, we're very excited to do that again. I know I am. Uh, John's been working real hard all week, I can tell. We get all these posts from him on Slack going, hey, I'm working on this and that. You can tell he's been blood, sweating, and tears in this thing. And Bo gets to be a character in someone else's world. Oh, it's going to be great. So we're going to dive right in. We don't have a uh, Kristen's read because she's in a bed probably right now watching old reruns of something on Netflix with a baby in her arms. Uh, and they'll be back soon. Don't worry. We'll keep you up to date. Uh, but that's all I got. Uh, at the end of the show, we're going to give away some tea. So stick around for that. A nice little giveaway. And uh, also at the end of the show... Uh, uh, some other information I want to give people that I'll make you wonder what it is because I'm not going to tell you now. All right. John, I think it's all yours. Yes. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All are right. you two ready? I'm ready. Garpoon, yes, you, I'm fa- ready. you guys are all facing Garpoon. Go, let's go. All right. The return of Garpoon. The world is not ready. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Inverse. Uh, in this case, just gentlemen. Uh, it has been two months since Baffo Salts. Lealta Godfrey, Spores Meyer, and Garpoon thwarted a plan to sabotage a way station and cripple the barrier between our world, Arivia, and the forgotten human world, Earth. Curious to learn more about the reason for the attack, the party began researching the cult that was behind it and learned they are known as the Bound. This cult are dedicated followers of Alter, who considered the barrier a holy thing, and in this case, one that must be destroyed to free the true rulers of our world. Working with Grizz DeWells, that was the dwarf that hired you for the last mission, the party believes they know where the cult will strike next, suspecting they'll go after two items that belong to a long-dead warlock named Mondoro Sacked. 
The party heads in two different directions. Lialta and Spores head to an auction in an effort to prevent Mondoro's book, The Creator's Bound, from being sold or stolen. Meanwhile, Baffo and Garpoon have set out to the Mines Monastery, an ancient library where they hope to find Mondoro's cipher, the key to translating his own writings. Both of these missions are critical in learning more about the cult's goals and preventing any new calamities. So that gets us a little bit back up to speed with where we are. And now we're going to open just outside of the Mines Monastery. You find yourselves in front of a very large sandy stone archway. The stone is meticulously carved and cared for, and beneath the stone arch are two very large, approximately 12 feet tall, and very thick stone slab doors. You can tell they're doors because they have carved stone handles meant to be pushed or pulled to move the doors, but they're far too high up and large for anything you've seen uh, to utilize easily. At the base of the right-hand door, right in the middle of the slab, is a piece of metal. And it looks, for all intents and purposes, like a more reasonably sized door within the larger door. Uh, you take all this in, and basically imagine Petra. But, like, not more function over form. It's very rudimentary. But it's all carved right into the side of a mountain. Oh, carved. <clears throat> the gate is carved into the side of a mountain? Yeah, so you can see the mountain cliff coming down and just carved into it is this archway and then set inside are these giant doors of stone and then a smaller, more regular sized one made of metal. And, and you call this it... Is... No. Go ahead, ask your question. No, the Mines Monastery? Yes, the Mines Monastery. Do I know um, why it's called that? Well, you uh, and... You learned about this place from uh, Foreman Grizz, and he told you about this before you set out. It's an mm -hmm. ancient library run by followers of Zelganith, the Archon of Knowledge. Uh, they've dedicated themselves to collecting, housing, and preserving texts and knowledge of our world. And that's the reason you've come here. You have been tasked with obtaining a cipher, or code, written by the warlock named Mondoro Sacked. Grizz believes that Mondoro's personal journals are housed here, and it is up to the two of you to obtain the cipher or create a copy of it and ensure that the cult cannot get their hands on it. Now, as you traveled here, it was several days' journey, and as you slept in camp for the night, you did notice campfires off in the distance each night before you went to sleep. And the Mines Monastery is secluded. There's no train that heads this way. Uh, there's really, there's no way station. There's no town. It's really the only thing that's out here. So anybody who might be traveling this way is either intending to go there or is following you intentionally. So no shops or places to buy silver sleep? No. Uh... So, one little mechanic before we get into this is obviously I'm dropping you right at the gate. We're starting the adventure. You did have a conversation with Grizz before you left. So, at any time during this adventure, 
You can tell me, was this something we talked to Grizz about? And I will let you know. All right. I'm going to give each one of you, and it's uh, a hypothetical because this is the internet, a I would have asked him this token. You okay. can play this token at any point if you feel there is something that I say, eh, you didn't really talk about that or that wasn't discussed. You can play this token and say, I would have asked Grizz about this and we can have that conversation. <laughs> you get right. one through the course of the entire thing to do what you wish with it. Okay. Okay. Neat idea. Does that, yeah, does that like make that. sense? Yeah. Pretty I like cool that. idea. I like that. All right. You hitch your horses to a post outside and approach the massive doors. It is now up to you how you would like to proceed. So we both had horses. You do. Yeah. They are hitched outside. Okay. And we are standing in the clearing of the door before the mountain. Yeah, it's a very sandy landscape. It's actually located not too far north from where you were in the Badlands for your previous adventure. Mm -hmm. I mean, several days, but it's in that same area. Very deserty, very sandy, very warm. Okay. Um. All right. So I'm gonna. I'm just. I got off my horse, and for everyone's, you know, um, imagination, I am a black puma-like cat man. Wearing a you know a button-up shirt and a blazer, in in you know uh, black you know pants, dress pants, but no shoes, and they're a little rolled up at the top because I have big cat feet, and there's a little spot for my tail. I have a long tail to swirl around a bit. I get off and I take I put my hands in my my I have a tweed jacket right is that what they call it, a tweed jacket. Yeah. Right? So I have a tweed jacket. I put my hands in the pockets of the tweed jacket. Smell the fresh mountain air. I assume it's kind of a higher elevation place. Is that maybe, or is um, it sunken swampy? It's a little. It's a little lower. It's kind of desert. Um, the mountains kind oh, of okay. break Twice the weather landed. before it gets to here. All right. I still take a deep breath, and I'm going to go right to town using my eye for detail feature of a third level inquisitor. Rogue, I think that's what I am. Inquisitive. Yeah. Two, um, just immediately search for anything that looks like a clue, just in general. Period. You know, so I'm not looking for anything specific, but something that jumps out at me as maybe a way to get in or that anyone was there. Can okay, so are you checking the entryway um, or the clearing itself? I'm more, I think, looking around to see the unseen. If there's, um, you know, if there are creatures that are hiding in, in in the bush around us, I think maybe that's more what I'm getting in. I'm going to take a surveillance of the area because okay, I can do, you can do either or with that. So make a perception I, check. Okay, so that is eleven plus seven is eighteen for my okay, perception. Very nice. Uh, you look around. You notice uh, first as you're as you're standing by the the giant stone doors. Um, kind of that initial assessment does seem to be correct. Um, the the piece of metal that's in the right hand side does seem to be a door, a little bit more traditional as you might expect it, although made of metal. It even has one of those little sliding you know slits that can be looked through, um, and as well as a. a few bolts where there would be a handle although you notice that there's no outside handle hmm. it's uh it you but you can tell that there's something bolted to the other side where a handle might be um looking at the ground 
you don't see a lot of foot traffic, but it is dusty. It is very sandy. There is a slight breeze, and it's not uncommon for that to be swept away or covered over. Um, but you definitely get the impression there's not a lot of foot traffic to this area. Okay. Are we ex sorry? Uh, are we expecting this place to have people tending to it when we arrive here? It's not abandoned, right? This is maybe a correct. Okay. So this this is a place that people go. It's not incredibly commonly visited place because it's hard to no. get to. Uh, but it is a place that scholars and monks and right. So someone who, who might be looking for some sort of text that's rare might come here if they hear that it's here. Or ask the abbots or whoever of the place. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, well, for, Gapoon. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say for 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 imagery since we sort of were painting a bit of a picture there. Um, my dude is a Goliath fighter. He's huge. He's gray. He's covered in tats picture uh garage hell scream at his most upper body naked just a big mother scratcher with big weapons at his hip and not much patience for the smart little mongoose guy i have to hang out with on this trip <laughs> that sounds oh, worse than already. i mean it sounds already worse than i mean it. it's a great physical description <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It sounds worse than I mean it. All right. Anyway, so just so you know who you got here, these are your two guys out on their little uh, on, on their quest business. Sorry, Bo, you go ahead. I mean, to interrupt. No, I was gonna say, well, Yapoon. Oi. Looks quiet. A little too quiet. You want me to should bash in the door? Why don't you try knocking first? I'm doing your voice. <laughs> Why don't you try knocking first? <laughs> I say that kind of mocking you. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll walk up to it. And um, do I see anything about the door that if I hit it real hard, I'm going to trip anything? Or I guess I want to just see if there are any little pressure pads or anything about this door that if I hit it too hard, we're going to set off some sort of ancient alarm. Sure. And I don't uh, mean like a... Make an investigation check. All right. That will be... Oh, I didn't roll my... There we go. Ten. Yeah, this looks great. This looks fine. Okay. Go on then. You should be fine. Knock on the door. All, all right, be just be ready for anything. We don't know what's behind this. Gish, gish, gish. Three big heads. All right, and uh, through the door as soon as you hit. I mean it. It was solid hits, and this is a metal door, so that sound was uh, big. And through the door, you hear, <laughs> and then you hear some scampering and then oh, more, shit. more noise and then the little slit opens up you can just kind of see an eye looking through just open the door The name's Garpoon. We're coming in whether you open the door or not. You either open it 
<laughs> or we break it open. <laughs> Baffo's just sitting there laughing. He's enjoying her. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't open. We're not open. We're closed. Excuse me. <laughs> Two of you. <laughs> How is it that um, a monastery's closed? Don't you have uh, at least some lodgings for travelers to your to your um, institution? Yes, yes. Dormitories, dormitories during hours. People stay in the dormitories. We've traveled Library's a long way. Library's closed for another hour. <laughs> Come back in an hour. Can you not let us in now? We've traveled a long way to get here, and my friend, um, he's a little impatient. So we need to keep him busy with something. Do you have uh, do you have activities for the um, more? Emotionally challenged. Eh, read a book, and then the door slit closes. Oh, that is some bullshit. And I, st- I step back and bang three more really <laughs> hard times. Just, geesh, geesh, geesh. You'll open it this time. It's the only chance you'll get. Make an intimidation check. Okay. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, hold on. All right. That would be a 14. Okay. The little opens up. Margaret, not let you in. Margaret, say door's closed. Uh, Margaret, is that your name? Yes. Margaret the doorman. Listen, it's easier if we just... I understand that rules are put into place for reasons and that the world will fall apart if we don't follow rules. And you have rules about what time you're open. However... My companion here is a little different, and things would go much easier if we were to bend the rules today. Mm. Mm. No. Look, you Margaret, s- not bend the rules. Margaret, you seem to be about the size of an average meal for me. I'll gladly eat you and shat you out if you don't open this door right now. I'll give you five seconds. Can we see what he is? Because he sounds like a, a little dog. Make a perception check. Yeah, we should probably size him up. Uh, 13. Sorry, uh, 12. 12. From what you can see through the slit, you definitely see a uh, a very uh, kind of a yellow eye and fur. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the way he is communicating, um, there is a level of familiarity to it. It seems like a weird position, but you would swear this is a null. Would a null be something I find in a mon- Is Are nulls civilized races? There are versions Caribbean? of nulls that have made their way to civilization. There's a lot of magical creatures that have more or less kind of taken on a civilized life, but it is rare. Uh, can I can I can I rack my very smart intelligence to see if what the probability of finding a knoll at a monastery of knowledge would be? Uh, you and don't you can, even have to roll anything; it's low. It's low. Um, what did he, and he say? His name was Maggot or Margaret? Margaret. Margaret. He's right in the middle. Um, <laughs> excuse me, Margaret. Uh, we'll wait uh, an hour. Um, 
there are rules for a reason, so we'll respect the rules. Uh, Carpoon, come with me for private counsel. All right. Hey, yeah, Mer... Good. Mer- Good. Come back in an hour. Slip a mat. Yeah. Slip something to read under the t- under the door. <laughs> yeah. No. Boring. And then it slides and closes. He's not very accommodating. Right. So I, I motion to you, Garpoon, to just come over and to huddle and speak away from the door quietly. All right. All right. I'll clump Gar- over there. Garpoon. Yeah. What How is many it? monasteries have you visited in in your lifetime? I. Uh, my entire you mean including today not including today before today how Z- many monasteries have have you frequented precisely zero okay well i've seen i think a couple um i tell you what there aren't usually any gnolls who work in monasteries yeah is that what he is i think so not quite sure is but that- from what i've seen through the door it looks like it's a knoll. It's like a dog left a monkey and pooped it out. Right, but you get what this means, right? No. Explain it, Ferret. I'm, I'm, I'm a tabaxi. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> and the explanation is this. There is a knoll there trying to pass itself off as one of the abbots or brothers of the monastery. Does that add up to uh, you? Oh, you... St- your point is... Think about this. Back in the old they've, days... They've overrun the place and kicked the real monks out. Right. So, you know, when you've done bad stuff before, Garpoon. Oh. Right? Oh, Have you robbed anybody before? Plenty of times. And what happens when the god came by and you needed to make it look like everything was all right here, Mr. God? You'd pretend to be the people you were robbing, didn't you? Most of the time I would kill them as well. <laughs> Well, what if you weren't as big as you are? You must have known smaller criminals to do such things, right? Occasionally, there'd be more than I could handle. What I'm saying is, your first instinct was probably correct, and we need to just break down the door and and force our way inside. There's a crime in progress happening. Garpoon is always correct. Unless you think we should take a more subtle approach and find another way in. It is a mountain. I don't know if there is another way in. Surely there's always another way in. How much do you want to spend walking around this place trying to find another way in? Well, perhaps we don't. Perhaps I can use my recollection to see if Fullmaster Grizz mentioned anything about another entrance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you think back to your meeting with uh, with Grizz, and he didn't mention anything about uh, an alternate way in. Uh, in your discussion with Grizz, he seemed fairly certain uh, that you would be able to get right in. Um, and meet with someone, the only thing he did tell you about, as far as an obstacle to get in, is the Mines Monastery works on an exchange of information. Uh, Basically, in order to have access to their library, you must bring something to their library. Um, Basically, this is how one of the many ways that they grow and continue to gain new pieces of information. And usually that is enough to buy your way into and access the uh, monastery. Hmm. All right, so Garpoon. Mm. I brought this book by Chando Walding, utter tripe, really, but as a way of getting in. So let's find out if he'll accept this book and let us in. Uh, do these creatures like books better than gold? 
it depends. We're not a hundred percent sure that the knoll isn't, in fact, an abbot or, or uh, of the monastery. I'm, I'm being a, a little racist, probably. If he takes the book, is that confirmation? Well, it, it means he he knows the purpose of of the monastery. If he's a true knoll and some wild knoll, he'll not see any value in the book and not be smart enough to have studied the way of the monastery in order to impersonate it perfectly. Right. So it's a, it's a test. So oh. go knock on the door. All right. Easy. Easy peasy. I'll walk up to it. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Inside you hear another. <laughs> Scrambling. We're <laughs> uh, uh, scaring him. Then... <laughs> what? Wait. You said you wait. Still uh, closed. Still I, I tap Garpoon with the book. I'm like, here, you know. All right, I'll take your tiny book with my massive hand, and I will show it through the little slide and go, you see this? Any interest in this? Um, book? You you brought a book? I brought a Good. book. Read it. Then he starts uh, to scramble and... Uh, wait, wait, wait. It's, it's full... Um, it's for the exchange of information in order for us to gain access. Okay, when we open exchange. <laughs> All right, I'm going to kill that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it with this. Do we wait the full hour? Or are we going in? Something's not quite right about it. I, I just don't see why they turn away people who've traveled all this way to the middle of nowhere because of bureaucracy. It's maddening. Yeah. I think I don't think the right people are home. What What are your thoughts on bureaucracy, Gapun? I have none. Bureaucracy is for lazy, fat men with too much gold weighing them down. I prefer to let my fists and my swords speak for me. <laughs> if you wish to break down the door, Gapun, you have my blessing. Right! And I'll turn around, and I will... Uh, <laughs> I will. I'm gonna try to shoulder smash this thing first. All right, make a uh, athletics check. Okay, that will be a plus five. That's pretty good. Uh, sorry, this is taking a minute. There we go. All right, here we go. That would be a twenty-three. Not well, not natural, obviously. Black dragon. Okay. Black dragon. You uh you get a a running start. You run and just and you throw your whole weight into this door. And it lets out a massive boom. The little plate that you keep sliding back and forth flies off. Uh, and you hear it clank on the ground behind. The door folds a little bit. And from inside you hear I'll go. There's, there's more running, and all of a sudden the eye peeks through. Attack door! Why you attack door? Stop! Stop! You should have let us in the first time. I told you this is how it's going to go. Now get get out my way! Get out my way, you little shit! No. No, Margaret, let you in. Stop hitting door. Margaret, let you in. Stop. Oh, Margaret's going to be in trouble. And then you he steps down and 
you hear uh, several latches. Uh, one of them sounds like it's stuck, and you just hear Murgit whining as he tries to get it across. And then the door starts to open. Stop hitting door! Come in! Stop hitting door! And then he scampers. He scampers away. Like out of okay. sight, like away from us? Gone? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, are you going to enter? Oh, yeah. I'll go after Garpoon. Yeah, Garpoon go. doesn't go in, I don't go in. I'll go in first. Okay. And I'll have, I would like to ready my weapons. I'd like to have them out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be, I'm going to have two, I'm going to have my axes in both hands. I'm going to walk in like that. Gar Garpoon, go into the library, weapons drawn. <laughs> <laughs> I follow behind. Uh, so you step through, and uh, you enter, and it's it's kind of a, a long hallway in front of you with uh, torches lining the wall. Um, you you look off to the left, the direction that uh, Murgut scrambled, and you see that off uh, past the left door, there's just a little alcove. Uh, which he seems to have made his home. You see a little hammock-style bed. There's a little table, a little candle up on top of it. You can see some some steam coming off of a stew that is sitting on the table, which you seem to have been interrupting him from. Uh, a little mug of ale, some playing cards, things like that. He's currently ducked behind the table, peeking over it at you. Uh, and as soon as he sees that you're looking at him, he ducks down, although his furry ears are still sticking up above the table itself and uh other than that it's all stonework just going deeper into the uh into the mountain Morgan, where, where are the where are the rest of the brothers inside don't hit anything else Morgan's gonna get in trouble explain how explain how a knoll has come into the service of a monastery Margaret, Margaret's good doorman. Margaret's good with the door. <laughs> so, so you're not a part of um, a, a knollish raiding party that has raided this place? No, no, no. All right, and I'm going to use ear for deceit to determine if he's lying. Uh, insight right. check for it. Yeah, go ahead. Roll, roll that insight check. 14 plus 7 is 21. He is terrified of you. He is giving you the absolute truth. Uh, as terrified of, of he as he is of you, you get the sense that he is more afraid of what the ramifications of the door being smashed are going to be. Good. Garpoon, you can put your weapons away. He speaks true. Roy! And I go, slink, slink. Don't do anything and to offend my trust, little one. Yes, um, Murgit is your name. Be very careful around my friend Garpoon here. He uh -huh. is quick to temper. Look, little one, yeah. I've got no desire to hurt you or anyone this small. Just don't cross us. Let us get what we need. Right, and um, we're, we're in fact looking for... Um, <clears throat> it is said that you have... Uh, do you understand the books that are here, or are you just simply a doorman? No, 
Target doorman. Target watch door. And if I was searching for a text of some kind, who would I speak to here? Mm, the scholars. The scholars find books. Uh, Margaret, not like we... books. Margaret, just watch the door. Can you take us to the scholars, please? No. Down the hall. Margaret, watch door. <laughs> Very well. Not much of a door anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Garpoon, let's find the scholars. Right. Then I'll follow. Oh, you want me in front? You can walk wherever. Now, I, now that we've established that they're, he's just a doorman and not an actual, you know, hostile. <laughs> I feel okay about right. being around. All right. So does, I'll go first. Okay. Um, and so I, I head down this long stone hallway and, and yeah, see the signs of life. Hallway extends about uh, sixty feet. Torches lining uh, every ten feet or so on both sides. Um, there's room for you to walk side by side. It's it's not. It's, you know, a decent-sized hallway. Um, down at the end of the hall, there are two more doors, also made of metal. Um, and uh, they are not closed shut. They're kind of half open, half closed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see some faint light coming between the, the crack in them, but... Uh, yeah, you can approach the doors. <laughs> you want to move, go through them. Yeah, let's sorry. Go. I, maybe I, I'm just sort of laughing because I was just thinking about Garpoon. <laughs> sorry, big old dumb <laughs> wide spontaneous load. laughing about Garpoon. I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, let's open them. I'm right. opening this door. Should I knock? Or I'll ask you that, but I'll ask your character. Yo, f- ferret. Should I knock on this door? Or just go in. Just go in. We've got business to conduct. We don't have all day to waste on formalities of doors. Just move. no. Go ahead. Right. Be Garpoon. Right. And I'll just fling that thing open. All right. You uh, you fling the doors open, and you see uh, this room is it's not very big. There's a uh, a desk, a metal desk, right in the center of it. Um, as you step through it, there are two metal benches. Uh, to your right and to your left as you come in it definitely mm. looks like you're in some sort of a reception area just based on how it it looks uh, behind the desk there are two closed doors um, and sitting at the desk itself is a bored looking elf uh, he looks young even by elven standards elves traditionally look very young even as they you know get up there in years but this this looks like a like a teen almost um, and he is leaning back in a metal chair. He's got his feet up on the table. He gives a little bit of a start when you throw open the doors, but catches himself uh, and then kind of seems to relax. Hi. Uh, Greetings, brother of the um, Mines Monastery. I am... <clears throat> Inspector Baffosaltz, and this here is my assistant, Garpoon. I'll look at you a little sourly and then nonchalantly walk over to the corner of the desk, sit on it, fold my arms, and stare at the at the elf. He glares back at you, but he, he gets a little smirk uh, on his face. He seems to uh, like the attitude a little bit. And Baffo and Garpoon? Okay, got it. Uh, all right. 
my name's uh, Previs Noctoro. Welcome to the Mines Monastery. Uh, we're technically not open yet to new visitors, but that's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's close enough to time anyway. So, uh, this is your first time to the Mines Monastery? Why, yes. Okay. Capone, is it your first time here? Yeah, absolutely 100% first time I ever set foot in this place. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you two to go ahead and just take a seat there. We'll get a, a scholar to come through, guide you through, find what you need to find uh, any any time now. I don't know. We'll uh, I'll send out a, a page, get somebody here for you. Yeah, that, Bafo. We're getting the tour. We're getting the tour of their fancy place full of books. Kapu, please, just control yourself for a second. Mm. Um, <clears throat> look, uh, can you, is there a headmaster or someone in charge of this place? We have a very particular request and purpose for being here. We would like to see the the Archbishop. Yeah, Who's... listen, listen, bud. Everybody who comes through here has a very specific reason to be here. Okay, everybody that comes through here wants something. All right. Now, the Elder Scholar isn't gonna come down just because two. I don't know. What do you do? What it. Yes. So do you, do you do you get the news up here? Do you, do, you, do you receive the chronicle from many of the local townships, the news of the kingdoms? No, oddly enough, they don't make it all the way out here. But well, I'm Inspector <laughs> Baffelsalts. This here's Garpoon, and we uh, are responsible for saving the lives of an entire kingdom. But it still remains in jeopardy, and our purpose here is to continue this work. It's of an urgent nature. We need your most competent of scholars. You say you uh, won't bring him here to me. How about we go to him? Well, you know, it's a big library there, pal. Uh, it's going to take you a while to find somebody. That's why we have this system worked out. It's a real good way to make sure you get where you need to go. So why don't you leave it to the experts and... Uh, as to you, my liege, I didn't realize we were dealing with heroes, so uh, tell you what, I'll expedite your request. I'll make sure somebody gets down here speed right is, away for you. Speed is less of a concern, more the quality of the person you're bringing to me, preferably the man at the top. Okay. Oh, okay. and um, one second, and I reach into my pack and I get out my book. My understanding is I'm to exchange knowledge to partake in the, the monastery's services. Here is my uh -huh. contribution. And I hand him the book uh, by Chando Walding of one of my great um, <laughs> one of my great cases, The Dog That Wasn't Real. Okay, he, uh, he takes the book. He looks at it. Is this a fiction story? Uh, I'm not quite sure. It's we... about me, but I don't vouch for its um, authenticity. <laughs> Because uh, we don't deal with fiction here, okay? Well, this is, it is uh, about a real crime that I solved. So it's nonfiction. But I, I'm not going to testify in a court about it. He starts flipping through it. It's about you? Well, yes. Not Kapun, though. No. 
He wasn't there. We were not acquaintances at that time. His eyes fierce and intelligent. I don't see it. <laughs> well, I haven't read it. I, you don't ask me about the texts. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me uh, <clears throat> let me get someone right on it. Uh, one second, please. And you see him, and he he takes out a small just metal disc, and he he presses a little button on it. He holds it up to his mouth, and you hear him say, "Yeah, we got two people, new newbies. Yeah, I don't know what they want. They want to find something. Yeah, they got a hero complex." All right, I'll tell him to wait. Go ahead and have a seat. All right, Gapoon, let's have a seat. All right, I don't like sitting, but I'll do it. And I'll turn around and saunter over to whatever seat they have here for me. I don't know how long they expect us to wait, but you're you and I'm me. And if they don't bring us somebody good, we'll just do what we want. Fair enough. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to say that that elf, what was his name? Previous. Pre- uh, penis. I... <laughs> Pre- Previous. <laughs> I don't penis. know. I don't keep names. Yeah. I barely remember yours. So if he continues to give us lip, I'm going to work out a signal and then you're going to slap the shit out of him. Yes? Oh. <laughs> I, if you, are you being serious with me? Look, I took a leadership uh, course back in, um, what's the name of the town I'm from again? I can't remember shit. Uh, Baffleville. Uh, you it? are from. Uh, where's my notes? Hold on now. Hold on now. Serifax is where Serifax, that's it. So I took a course back in Serifax at one point about working with people's strengths. And your strength, for better or for worse, is, is intimidation and violence. So rather than chastise you for hitting and I'm going to tell you to go ahead and do what, uh, what it is that you love to do how you engage with the world so if he continues to be of a hindrance to us I mean I'd like you to slap him well I'm, I'm all in on this idea but keep it straight ferret I'm not just your little toy to be told what to do no no we're working together on a mission uh, it's my nature for my mind to go and think about the optimal way to go about doing things, but All I don't right. have a big ego about these things. Fair enough. If I'm you... the one that's good at solving problems, so you leave that thinking to me. I'm happy to be your muscle if you continue to be our brain. Yes. Hey, whispers. Yes, my good man. Previous. Are you, are you sure? Still we... leaning back in his chair says. So that was your first time? We've never been to the Mines Monastery, yes. All right, couple of rules for you before we begin. No open flames once you are in the monastery proper. No flames of any kind. Is that understood? Good. Second, you should be accompanied <laughs> by a guide at all times. We are not going to be responsible for anybody that gets lost in the stacks. It happens, so, you know, enter at your own risk. Uh, Third, we uh, require an exchange of knowledge. You already took care of that, though it's questionable uh, how much anybody's going to get from this. 
he waves the book around a little bit. I'll let Chando know. Do you accept updates? What? If a piece of knowledge is given to you but requires updating to correct certain information in it, would you, at a later date, accept the updated version of said document? I don't know, I guess. Anyway, uh, those are the big rules. Uh, you know, you can ask your guide any other questions you have when they get here. You sure you don't want me to kill him now? No. Just hold off on it. He'll be the first to go. Don't worry. Right. All right, then. Anything else, Your Majesty? Any, Who are you talking to? You, talking you, to you any, any more of your rules, and if you call me champ again, I'll put me sword up your ass. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> what kind of scholar are you exactly? You don't seem the bookish sort, we'll say. Think of me as, as an editor. I come in here and the ferret does what he wants, and if I don't like the results, I might edit things. <laughs> For example, in our little story today, there's an elf who's driving me ape shit. I might just edit him out of existence. <laughs> do you take <laughs> Do you take my meaning? <laughs> Making an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only problem with that is Garpoon seems to know too much about editing. <laughs> that was so good. Well, I'm not a dummy. All right. Uh, that's an eight, right. that's an eighteen. <laughs> okay. He uh, he tries not to break his disinterested uh, kind of stance that he has but you notice he's no longer leaning in his chair he's now sitting upright he picks up the little disc whispers into it yeah let's uh just send someone right away please <laughs> all right carpoon will lean back on his hands like this just kind of chilling not gonna take my eyes off the elf for a while yeah i guess we're waiting all right, so about 15 minutes goes by, and uh, all of a sudden you hear uh, the door open, and a, uh, a tabaxi, all white tabaxi, peeks her head in, and uh, he, he looks over. Okay, okay, uh, you two, this is, uh, this is Fulna. She's going to be your... Uh, scholar guide today um you know if you got any questions she can show you around she can help you out uh fulna this is uh the, the guys these are the guys the two guys that are here and she comes walking up to you and uh she's dressed in fairly simple robes and uh she also seems youthful um baffo you have a better eye for tabaxi age than garpoon um she's younger than you um and she'd probably be the equivalent just to put it in perspective she'd be 
late teens, early twenties. Um, uh, okay. And uh, she she comes up to you and hello, uh, I'm I'm Fulna, and who who are you? <clears throat> I get up, brush myself off, and say I'm uh, the infamous Inspector Baffosaltz. Uh, I'm oh. here on an important mission, and um, what's up? I'm glad you finally arrived to get underway. Oh, and this is Gapoon, my assistant. Fulma, is it? Uh, yes, Fulma. It's a pretty name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, well, it's a pleasure to meet both of you. And um, yeah, uh, oh, how is your uh, seeing in the dark? Um, are you uh, capable? Do you have means? Um did you bring means to see? Well, um, considering what we're alike, uh, we both have the ability to see in the dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> I assure you, I'm quite all right. Gapoon, uh, can you... Do you have the ability to see in dim light and dark places? What kind of library doesn't have proper lighting? Well, uh, actually, we, we prefer to keep it dark. The, the sunlight, actually, on some of the older books, it's not good for it. Dark is actually better in most cases. Oh, all right. So, well, I'll just hold so on. Do I don't have to think I have anything. Let me, let me look. Do we have any magical light for our friend Gapoon, who is, um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Visionably deficient? challenged? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Deficient. I, yes, deficient in his visually impaired. She turns around and she, uh, takes a object off the desk. Um, you had, you know, noticed these, but not paid them much attention. They just look like kind of metal ornaments on the desk of some kind. And she picks it up, she gives it a little tap, and it lights up with a magical light. Um, and she hands it over to Garpoon. Okay. I'll take it gingerly out of her tiny furry hand. All right. Well, if we're uh, if we're ready, then we can we can go ahead and proceed into the library proper. Uh, yes, did, please. Did Mister uh, Nocturo tell you what all the rules are before we get going? Sure, sure. Uh, one thing, um, Fulna, that I'm I'm quite astonished by that uh, you are the Archbishop of the Mines Monastery, yet um, for one so young. Oh, um, no, I don't run the place. I'm just one of the scholars here. Okay, so, well, um, <clears throat> why, let's start here. We are searching for uh, a cipher, would be in the journal of Mondoros, what did I write the last name? Uh, Sacted? <laughs> Which one is the last? Mondoros Sacked. 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 Yeah. Mondoros Sacked. I'm looking, we're looking for the journal of Mondoros Sacked. Oh, Okay, and Do you, know uh, that is? you know it's here. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, we were advised what... it's here. If it's not here, that would be a most unfortunate news. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Um, we have thousands of books, so we, I'm sure we can find something. That do you, you have like. a system through which to find the tome quickly? Um, there are there are ways. Uh, we will we will use all the means that we can. Um, if you want to just follow me, we'll uh, we'll get started. 
Right, let's go. All right, I'm going to use a, an ability on her. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to use it. I, want, I would like to check her behavior for mischief. For, uh, mis for mischief or ill intent or that just anything, any clue or any, any hint that she's not what she seems. Okay, make an insight check. 21. Yeah, 21. All right. Fulna seems earnest. Um, she seems eager and excited to meet you, although she's definitely giving off a lot of apprehension and nervousness. Um, you kind of interpret the fact that she's not done this sort of thing before. Okay. But not that she's trying to mislead you or anything. She's trying to do a good job. Yeah. All right, then um, let's go, Agapun. Uh, take a, so, so how do we find this book? Is there any way that we can speed up the process or help you to do this? Uh, well, I yeah, I think um, there's probably ways. Uh, do you want to walk and, and talk while we figure it out, or do you do you want to discuss it out here? I mean, either's fine, I, talk, I guess. Talk, but... talk for, for for what purpose should we talk? We are, we are here for a book specifically. Oh, okay. We're, we're not here for the tour, or um, we're not here to learn about the monastery. We we you, you do realize, perhaps this news hasn't reached you, but the barrier between worlds is um, shrinking, dampening, becoming more traversable and it brings oh. everything into danger and we're trying to get to the bottom of it and there is a particular tome that you have stored here the the journal of modorus modorus sacked it's very important for us to find and it's a matter that's quite urgent which is why i asked your sarcastic um elf uh reception for the highest tiered bishop brother sister abbot whatever you call yourselves to service me and gapu um okay phrasing well, phrasing bafo phrasing let's let's see what we can do uh depending on where you need to go is going to depend on the means with which we find the book um this journal we don't have a section that's just for journals journals can make up a lot of different things. There could be a journal that is considered a historical retelling of events. There could be a journal that's about medicine and medical practices. There could be a journal of just somebody's day-to-day -day life, uh, which could be considered cultural. Um, there's a lot of things that a journal could cover. What information do you have about the type of journal that it might be? Um... What I understand about it is that it's ciphered, so you can't open it and immediately read it. It may have belonged to a warlock. Certainly you don't keep that with someone's gardening diary, probably somewhere safe, protected. Where do you keep your sorcerer and warlock journals that contain dangerous information? Uh, dangerous information is kept in the dark archive. Um, is, is where we keep that sort of information, though I don't know if a journal or a code would necessarily fall 
under that, it could also go in our arcana and uh, mysticism. We do have some journals there, uh, arcana sciences and spells. Um, then again, it could be under the histories if it's a recording. Hmm. It could be in any of those places. I say but we it's do, probably well, not in folklore and culture. Let's do the dark one. Sounds like fun. Sounds like you're guessing. Just, just um, right. So if we build a gateway, and then we get access to the dark, to dark archive. That's how Protoss works, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, why is this familiar and also must weird? construct additional pylons. <laughs> No, but but in all seriousness, it sounds like you're guessing, and it sounds like how long would it take you to locate this? Like a day, a week? Can... Well, in in theory, we would all go together. I mean, three people looking is going to be more effective than just me by myself. Oh, certainly, but uh, it just sounds like you really unsure of yourself. Well, I mean, it's it's a very big library. There's a lot of books here. Um, we organize it to the best of our ability, but many. Many books cover many different subjects. Um, it could be in many different places. Do you not have things organized by author? It depends. Hmm. Do you have a way to magically detect the one that I'm looking for? Like a search engine spell? Well, our history section is actually cataloged very, very well. Uh, we have a, uh, we actually have a Warforged assistant who's able to locate things quite easily. Unfortunately, that system has not extended to the rest of the library. Oh, shit. All right, then. <laughs> let's go to the dark. I mean, that's got to be the place, right? This is, this is a dark, evil tome. It possesses knowledge that could affect the outcome of our world. I can't imagine it's in the history section or the gardening section. Or, so or... I will uh, go ahead and give you just a quick reminder to your discussion with Grizz about mm -hmm. what this book is exactly. Um, so Mondoro sacked the warlock. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, the the what you what he was able to tell you was that he wrote a series of books, uh, a large series of books. Um, these books are considered valuable because they're very old. They cover a lot of topics, but nobody can actually read them. Nobody knows what any of these books contain. There's guesses, but nobody is 100% sure because it's not written in any known language. It's written in a language that they believe that Mondoro made up. Mm -hmm. um, now, typically when somebody is going to do a code, uh, they will come up with a cipher, a way to understand and translate that code into something that is readable. It is believed that that cipher is contained in one of his journals. So you are here for the cipher out of his journal. Um, oh, so not nothing... the text itself. Right. The, the cipher. Okay. Lealta and spores are after the actual text. Um, right. Okay. You are after so... just a code from a personal log. All right. So I'm going to explain this to her then. Look, uh, Modoro sacked, wrote things in his own language, therefore would not be recognizable and we believe one of the his journals which is kept here has the cipher to translate his work my mission is to find the cipher okay um well i can certainly walk you to wherever you would like to go 
and I can give my advice. Um, why don't we go into the stacks and we'll start making our way wherever you'd like to go. Okay. And so I don't know where it is. <laughs> she, uh, she walks to the door on the right and opens it up and kind of holds it open for the two of you to proceed through and to proceed forward. I'm going to stop there and I'm going to say, you're sure there's not someone more qualified than you to, to help us with this task? Um, all the other scholars are currently busy doing other tasks. If you'd like, you can wait for another one to be available, though I think they're going to just have the same questions I do. Carpoon, mm. question for you. Boy. What do you think if we just ask her to take us to the person in charge right now? Would that get what you need sooner or later? Well, right now we're looking at the prospect of digging through books and spending hours, if not weeks, trying to find it. She seems kind of new and not particularly competent. Lovely, I'm sure, of a person. <laughs> she we can need... hear all this, right? Are yes. you trying to yeah, be... yeah, oh yeah. Okay. No, no. no she can. We, we need someone um, of authority here. We're basically being set about to do our own task, essentially. I, I, I have no desire to dig through a thousand books today. There may be some resistance, but I want your opinion, Garpoon. Do you feel up for some intimidation? I'm always down for intimidation. You don't even right. have to ask me that. Let's just go. Who do we need to intimidate? Point him out! Fulna, I need you to take me to whoever the, runs this place. Right. We are not to be treated as peasants or beggars or casual visitors. We are important ambassadors on a mission. I need to speak to your highest authority here. And you can see uh, the hairs on her stand up a little bit. Um, she also gets agitated with you. And she says, no, I'm not going to do that. Everybody who comes through here thinks that whatever piece of knowledge they're looking for is the most important thing or the key to solving some world problem or dilemma. Now, I don't know where the senior scholar is at the moment. He could be anywhere in the library. If you want to go looking for him, we can certainly do that, and that can be a way we spend our time. But you know what? You're going to get the same sort of questions and the same sort of treatment from any of the scholars here, and I'm just as good as they are, and... I'm not going to be intimidated by you. Kapoon. My friend doesn't have the patience that I do. I'm going to whisper to... If I whisper to Baffo, is she going to hear it? Or do I need to roll something to try uh, to be quiet? You can roll a stealth check, see if she hears it. All right. My stealth is so bad. I mean, you're not far away from her, so <laughs> the odds are pretty good she's going to hear a whisper. Well, instead of that, I'm just going to, I'm going to sheepishly say, I'm going to look at her, I have a soft spot for this intern girl, and I'll say... Um, she's not going to sleep with you, Garpoon. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I just, she's, she's clearly, you know, earnest and trying to do what she wants, needs to do, what she's being told to do. So I'm going to say, um, I'll say, oh, crap, what was her name? Fulna. Fulma. I'll say Fulma. Please let us do this the easy way. 
Give us who we need and we'll leave you alone. It's that or I've got to lean on you and I don't want to do it, but I'll do it. And I don't think you're going to want that. My accent broken half there, but anyway. That's what I say to her. What does she say to that? Make a persuasion check. Okay. There's a little intimidation in there, but overall I would say you haven't reached peak persuasion yet. Yeah, he's convincing him before doing the intimidation and violence thing. That sounds yeah. that sounded to me like uh, persuasion. All right. That will be <laughs> a four. <laughs> My my bonus stats. I have negative one to that stat. So she reacted well to that. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, straightens up a little bit, stands a little taller, even in the face of this uh, Goliath in front of her. I told you, if you want to speak to someone senior, it will be your job to find them. Now you can either use my assistance or not. All right, then I will stand up very straight myself. I will pull cross-handed my weapons out, sling, and I'll go, right, we'll do it my way. Take me to the man in charge or die here. Wow. Uh, she's running away from you. Screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well furthermore you hear the door on the other side open as previous has also abandoned his post and gone through the other door disappearing as soon as the weapons have come out as well oh shite <laughs> well baffo and i'll put my my stuff back i i've scared off our prey got another plan you know, I have a real problem with what's going on here. They're secluded out in the mountains, barely a visitor, and somehow they're all too busy to make our demands. They have an attitude as if heroes like us visit every day, and they're so... There's an institutional... Um, what's the word for it? An institutional uh, cynicism or, or jadedness mm. to their work that doesn't seem to add up to me. Unfortunately, I don't have a quick way of finding this book. Let's find the headmaster. Now, in the layout of where I'm, we're in the main hallway, we haven't gone into the stacks. Right. Is there any more, like, office area that doesn't go to the stacks where I can find, like, because it's a monastery where I can find, right. like, a prayer room or something? Like, where... No. Everything, the only two doors leading out. Um, well, I mean, you haven't looked at the other door, but they're basically... Two doors on either side of the desk, and that's the only way beyond going back down the hall that you can Oh, did, did Previs leave his post? He did. He ran away as soon as Garpoon pulled his weapons. I'm going... I want to rifle through the desk drawers. Oh. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Great idea. Uh, Twelve. All right, uh, going through the the desk, you find uh, books, various texts. There's a you know a decent amount um, piled up on the on the desk. Nothing of note that stands out as pertaining to anything that would relate to what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, 
and uh, you you dig a little bit more. You find a piece of paper that he apparently was scribbling on. There's a couple of crude drawings. Um, he <laughs> he has written crude on there. Dicks. Gapoon. <laughs> 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 on top of on top of very official looking letters, he's just drawn a couple. Uh, oh, he's vandalized them. Okay, that's he. Yeah. Uh, he has written the words um, Jadar, spelled J-E-A-D-A-R, is a horse's ass at the bottom of one piece of paper. Um, there's a couple that are less crude, some, you know, just smiley faces. and uh, Jadar is an ass. Yeah. And, okay, I'm going to uh, take that letter that says Jadar is an ass. Okay. It uh, looks like it's a very dry very whatever kind of history paper that somebody has offered them as a uh as a gift of knowledge and he has scribbled on it he's kind of used it as a free piece of paper um okay. so you fold it up put it in here fold it up bag. and put it in my bag and they said gapoon mm. let's let's go see our mutual friend murgat right and i'll get up well, I guess I was already up. <laughs> Good conversation. Yep. <laughs> we <laughs> start walking the other way. All right, I'm gonna make my way back to Murgit. What's Murgit up to? Uh, Murgit is back at the table. Um, uh, he's he's sitting there. He hasn't noticed you coming yet. Oh, no. uh, he's got him. his head kind of buried in that stew that he had been eating, um, yeah. and uh, just seems contentedly just just drinking Mur- from his little bowl. Murgit, my man. No need to be scared. You've been promoted. Mm, no. No. Yes, Jadar no. himself has come. Jadar himself has said, go get Murgit Mer- and ask him to help you. He's the smartest knoll, the smartest uh, person who works here, and to have him assist you. You've been promoted. Make a deception check with disadvantage. My <laughs> disadvantage. Because this is such bullshit. <laughs> this is an extremely unlikely request. Wow. Okay. Um, deception. Yeah, deception is not my strong suit. Um, I got a natural twenty and a fourteen, so disadvantage is the lowest one. Fourteen. Um, sorry, where's my modifier for deception? Okay, fifteen. It's plus one, so fifteen. Okay, so Murgit. No, no, Murgit, watch door. Murgit sure, doorman. Murgit I'm sure you it's true. It's a doorman. You've been given a task. Does no. he believe me or not? I don't want to. Tell Jadar to come tell me himself. Jadar's quite busy. As you know, they're all quite busy in the stacks. That's what mm-hmm. we were told. Murgit not allowed in stacks. You go. You get Jadar. Okay, look. And I get down on my knee. And I want to take. Murgit's hands into my own. (laughs) No, he's going to pull away. You guys terrify Murgit. (laughs) Murgit. You have to understand that we believe in you. That you're being held back. Being mistreated. That you're smarter than you let on. We need your assistance. Make a persuasion check. We'll take you to Jada. Come with us, and Jada will confirm that you are indeed promoted. Persuasion. 
It's a plus one there too. Seventeen. Murgit's not allowed in the stacks. Murgit's doorman. Normally, you wouldn't be allowed in the stacks, but you've been promoted. But how could you check if you can't talk to Jada? So, Garpoon here is a registered bodyguard in Serifax, the great city. He's certified, and he will escort us. And so long as you're with him, you are allowed in the stacks under strict chaperoning from the great Garpoon. Okay. Great, Garpoon. Murgit stands up and he is hunched over and just his ears are flat against the top of his head, terrified, but he is following behind you now. Thank you, Garpoon. I wish to flatter him. Thank you, Garpoon. You are doing a great thing today. You're a good boy. Don't patronize me, you little rat. <laughs> Not talking to you, Gop, but I meant... Oh, sorry, Murgit. <laughs> I, <meant, laughs> I was talking to Murgit, but I said Garfoon. You did. <laughs> You're a good boy, Murgit. Truly. Garfoon, tell him he's a good boy. Uh, you're a good boy, Murgit. And I'll pat him with my big meaty hand, if he'll let me. He- he recoils immediately as soon as you touch him. He just continues to whine. All right, he, let's go. Let's he's, go see. he's following you. Take he us to J- Take us to Jadar, please. I don't know. Margaret not know where Jadar is. Of course you do. No. <laughs> where, where, uh, where, J- where, where does this Jadar normally reside? And so I'm assuming you've been walking and talking during this time. Sure. Okay. I mean, I wasn't, but we can do that. It's West as, you, as you get to the uh, the reception area, Murgit yeah. freezes. Okay. Murgit not allowed past here. Garpoon, tell him it's okay. Garpoon, we've got you. You're not in trouble for this. If anyone gets in trouble, <laughs> if any of us get in trouble, it'll be, it'll be us. We, we're here to protect you, and you're here to tell us how, how, how to find the man. It's all good in the hood. <laughs> he See, continues to follow you, but he's still... There's no need to be scared of anyone. Garpoon is the biggest being in this entire monastery. If anyone gives us trouble, Garpoon will see to it that... Not true. Not true. Oh, no? There's someone bigger than Garpoon here? Mm-hmm. Who's bigger than Garpoon? Tarek's bigger. Tarek's very big. Tarek? What kind of name is Tarek? <laughs> Who the hell is that? Big man. Oh, he's just a man. I'm not afraid. Is he a man or is he some other... Manner of beast or creatures in Noel like you? Mm, like him, big man. Another Goliath in a monastery. Bigger. Bigger. Like an ogre? Mm, no, like him, but bigger. Hmm. Well, the thing you gotta understand about Goliath is that it's not all in the size. <laughs> Tell him, Garpoon. 
what's that what's that saying? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. I've never found a man bigger than me or could take me down even if he was bigger. <laughs> Which the logic no of sense. that sentence damages Baffo by one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> I take one psychic damage from hearing that. <laughs> so are you uh, are you going to drag poor Murgit into uh, into the stacks? Yeah, we'll oh, protect him and yeah. and yeah. I think so. Yeah. We're looking for Jabbar. J- Jadar? Jadar. Jadar. I love that you are 100% convinced that the- this is who you need to find. <laughs> it's good. It's some detective work. We got a detective on the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we, we scared away the, the help. So we have to, all we've got is Murgit now. Well, I mean, you have to consider you just walked into essentially a public library and pulled weapons out. Uh, I don't think it's a... a so, like, I'm looking at it this way. I'm on a mission with Garpoon, who is intimidation personified, and my character lacks patience for, you know, idiocy and bureaucracy and stuff like that. Sure. So it's, we're, we're kind of victims of our nature, I think, at this point here. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this this, like, uh, this train wreck is great. Let's see, let's see how it continues. My character is very so, egocentric and not wanting to, you know, yeah, looking for competent so, uh, help. You are going to pass into, uh, you open the door, and you mm-hmm. are going to move into the stacks proper. And uh, as okay. you step through, you are immediately taken to, by how dark it is. Now, obviously, they were offering you lanterns and things like that. You knew to expect that this was going to be a dark place. But even with your expectations, it is extremely dark. And it is quiet it is you can you can almost feel how quiet it is and it's weird because it's this massive chamber but sound seems to not travel very far as the door shuts behind you it's as if the sound goes out and just stops like it hits a wall we're gonna Uh, test that in a minute it's very cold (laughs) it's very dry Gapoon, how was your yelling voice Never been better, but this place is gonna fall apart. <laughs> I need you to yell out Jab Jadar's name as loud as possible, as many times as you can without making yourself hoarse. Holy shit! Are you sure about this? I'm sure. I'll listen to how quiet it is. I assume all the the abbots of this place are stuck in here doing whatever. Uh, right. Jada! Jada! <laughs> uh, make a performance check. All right. You mean my fat negative one stat? Sweet. Yep, let's, let's see it. Let's do it. <laughs> I like to imagine Jada's like reading some book and some voices yelling at him for no reason. Uh, 15, or sorry, a 14 if you minus one. 14. All right, your uh, your voice goes out, and it's it's not that it is muffled or anything. It doesn't travel quite the way you would have expected it to. In this big open cavern, you would have expected expected it to just resonate and thunder across this entire place. And it goes out, and it's loud, yeah. and it definitely cuts the quiet in a 
drastic and shocking way. But it definitely feels like it's getting forced down and nat unnaturally muted somehow. But it still resonates out. And you can hear sounds, just very distant sounds, murmuring, little gasps, <gasps> that sort of thing around you. And then it goes back to being still and very quiet. And we will find out what happens after a break. Yeah. <laughs> the library police are big encounters, like librarians trying to shut us up. Like, shh, shh. Oh, I'm loving this, dude. This is great fun. All right. Uh, yeah. We will be back in a minute with more. So don't go anywhere or do go pee, drink, whatever you got to do. That includes us. I we'll be back pee. right after this. <laughs> back back at the helm all right oh, we are uh we are back everybody so let's dive in again uh wait let me make sure everything's recording it is all right once uh back to where we once were that's not the way you say it hey back to you john <laughs> all right so picking back up uh where we were you had just uh drug poor murget the doorman uh, into the stacks and have stepped into it yourselves. Um, you had enough time to sort of take a look around, get a get a feel for the place you were standing in when Garpoon has now yelled out Jada into the darkness. Uh, and uh, you definitely feel that if people were around, they heard you. And you are now standing there in relative darkness with a very upset knoll behind you. How would you like to proceed? Uh, is he? Do we perceive that he's upset because of the yelling, or just in general the whole the whole plan is still just rubbing him wrong? He is upset about all of this. Okay. He's, he's not permitted back here. You have you've basically drug him to the place where he's been told all his life you're not allowed to go. Um, and he's definitely outside of his comfort zone. All right. Jadaw, my good Noel. Nope. Uh, not not Jadaw. Margaret. <laughs> my good Noel. <clears throat> Why hasn't Jadaw responded? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Never been here. Jadaw comes to me. What would make Jadaw really angry with you? Being here. What if we yelled out that you were here? Would he would he come right away? Don't know. Never done this before. Can you yell out Jadaw's name? Can no. you say No I'm Margaret and I'm in the the the, the, the stacks and No Margaret good Margaret good doorman what, what, Murgit just want to watch door. Murgit, my man, what is your dream? Do you have dreams beyond being a doorman? No. But Murgit happy. Murgit watch door. Murgit get food. Murgit get beer. Mm. We, we, we are... You might not see this due to the way we're dressed, but we are quite rich. Would you like oh. some gold so that you wouldn't have to suffer under the yoke of these bookish abbots and be your own noel. Murgit, take gold. Right. 
Well, how much gold does Mergit dream of? Give Mergit three gold. <laughs> I don't know Garpoon is a rich, filthy bastard, right? <laughs> yeah, I have some gold. No, you don't. As far as you know, he made the same off of the payday that you did. Yeah. You know I have well, how, one, at least 150, how, like you do. How about, Mergit, I give you ten gold. Hmm. And I'll give you five right now, more than you've dreamed of. And I'll give you even more after you perform the service for us. Give gold. I give him five gold. Okay. And I make sure gold. to show him the ten gold and then separate the five from the five and give him five. Okay. Mergit takes the five gold. <laughs> Chews on it a little bit. <laughs> Puts it in his pocket. <laughs> That's a good boy. That's gross. You never know where that coin's been. Put it in your mouth, you weird little creature. Garpoon, shut up. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. So now, Mergit, that we've given you half of it, the down payment for your service, can you yell out for Jadar and say, I'm a knoll in the stacks. Jadar's a dum-dum. No. Why would Murgit say no? No. Well, what do you what do you want to yell? Nothing. Murgit want to go back to door. Wait. <laughs> but I've paid you for your service, Murgit. <laughs> you give gold. I gave you some gold, and there's more in it for you if you. You give Murgit more gold. You give Murgit three gold. He gave you ten. You I, dumb shit. I gave you five, and I'll give you five more if you complete the yes, task. Give Murgit more gold. Listen, you've taken already five of my gold. Mm-hmm. You owe me a service. No. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, you do. No. No. Well, do the, do the abbots not pay you to do the doorman's work? No. What? They give you no money. No. They give you food. Mm-hmm. If you stop you being a doorman... If you stopped being answering the door properly, they'd stop giving you food, yes? Mm-hmm. Well, now your service is with me. So if you stop doing what I say, I don't give you gold anymore. Market, watch door for you? Well, what you're now for me is you're my bard. Murgit, mm. Murgit, Murgit, doorman. Being a bard is like being a doorman, but of the voice. No. Murgit. Murgit, we've paid you. You've got all gold. You do what the ferret says. Or it's the chop. I'll make two Murgits. I let that hang. Make an intimidation check on Murgit. Okay. That would be a 18. Okay. Uh, Murgit reaches into his uh, pocket, pulls out the gold, and tries to hand it back. Ah, no! I've... No! A deal's been made, Murgit. No! If you go back on the deal, Garpoon will have to make two Murgits. No! No! <laughs> Uh, 
Do you understand what I mean when I say two Murgits? <laughs> Murgit turns and offers you the gold. Oh, no, no, you dumb shit. Here's what no. it does. Murgit, ta- pay not chop. I ta- Murgit, pay for not chop. I, I, you won't get chopped. You keep the Murgit, gold. Murgit, pay three gold not chop. You get not chopped. You get gold. You get the gold you have and more gold later if you just do what the ferret says. And I won't hurt no. you. I won't cut you in half. No. Murgit Dorman. Murgit three gold, not chop. Oh. He offers you three gold. I'm not take. I'm not taking your gold. I've got more than you'll ever have. Um, <clears throat> uh, Garpoon, private counsel for a second. Murgit, stay right there. You're, you're being a good boy, okay? Holy shit. I'll just turn just a quick moment. Right. I, a quick aside with Gurp, with private are, counsel. Are okay. you stepping away? Or are you we're just going to have this yeah, within your we're, shot we're, of him? we're stepping away, but not so far away. And we're blocking the door. Like, I'm stepping away. Murgit, if he wants to run away, he can't run away back to his safe sp- spot. Okay. Garpoon, come here. Yeah. Oi. Listen, he doesn't seem very willing to do what we've paid him to do. Can you pick him up by the scruff and then make him make noises by squeezing like his stomach? Not hurting him. But making him squeal. You mean the bit around his neck? Is right. That, pick is... him up by one hand so he can't run away. Yeah. And then, like, like, I don't know, crush his, 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 his back. Do something to make him squeal. You, you must have a way to make living things make loud noises. Good lord, you're a dog son of a bitch. Well... I mean, I just want to find this Jadar, whoever's in charge, to help... <laughs> <laughs> right, what and I'll turn around. Is, oh. uh, what is both of your passive perceptions? 17. I don't, where do I find that passive perception? Uh, left side of the character sheet underneath your ability scores. I don't think it's higher than 17. So Passive I've perception. Got, I'm, I'm a perception, percepting machine. I don't, I mean, I have plus three to perception. You mean something else? Uh, no, it's senses. Uh, yeah, I see it. You're 13. Oh, 13. Where, where should I be seeing that just so I know for a future? I don't know where that is. Uh, left side of the sheet? Throws. Yeah. Under, save, under saving throws. Oh. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. 13. All right. Uh, you are perceptive, but turns out Murgit is a sneaky bastard. You turn to grab him. He is not there. <sighs> Shit. How did we let this happen? <laughs> <laughs> You can roll a perception check if you want to look for it. Well, then I see which direction he ran off in. Mm-mm. Passive keep... perception was to see if you caught him sneaking. I was away. like keeping my eye on him, and you know we're private count, like hey, pss, 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 you know, like sure. He he rolled an see... eighteen for his stealth check to get away. So he just slinked into the shadow, and I don't know <laughs> yeah. where he went to. Yeah. I think the game's afoot. Oh, just to burn this place. Uh, f- f- put st- Are there books nearby? Uh, right now, if you look over uh, near you, there is a U-shaped uh, desk that is just loaded up with tomes and scrolls and books and all manner of things. It looks like a reception area or all a right. check-in. I look for a hefty-looking tome filled okay. with paper. Okay, Does it have a title on it? No, it's a bit red tone. Yeah. All right. I give it to Carpoon. I'm like, light this on fire. Uh, 
with what? Hold on. What do I have? We don't have you torches. You have a tinder box if you want to try. Oh, I uh, do. And a torch, but the torch isn't lit, I guess. Um, all right. We'll use the tinder box and light. How visual is uh, How much can I see in this place? Is it? Super- Without the lantern that you have, yeah. you can see absolutely nothing. It is pitch black. And how far out in a radius am I able to see? Uh, about 60 feet. About 30 feet is well lit. 30 feet beyond that is dimly lit. All right. Let's do. Let's use the tinderbox. Uh, get out the flint and steel. And we're lighting a... What are we lighting on fire? Bow, a book? What'd you say? Yeah. Okay. I, just, I picked up a random book off the shelf and I just handed it to you. So just light it on fire. All right. Are you sure this book's okay? I'm, I'm holding it, man. I hope not. I'm trying to get their attention. No one here seems to want to work. Good point. All right. And then I'll take it and and try to fly, set it on fire. Okay. Go ahead and make a survival check. Okay. I like survival. One, two, three. Okay. That would be an 11. It's not great, but it's not. Okay. Um, it takes you a little bit. Uh, you're having a hard time getting it to catch. Uh, occasionally a spark will hit and you'll see a, a smoke, um, but no actual flame. But after a couple of minutes of futzing with it, um, you manage to get a little uh, you manage to get a little flame to to appear on it. Okay. And uh, the book starts to very slowly start to burn and light up in your hands. So I hold it up like a torch. Yeah. Like, like this. All right, Garpoon, yellow fire, fire. Look at this. I got your book, and it's on fire. <laughs> I'll keep doing it. There's more here. Plenty of books to burn. Jada, right. come put out the book fire. And I'll just sway it. <laughs> you hear uh, many shouts of alarm, and you hear footsteps uh, coming towards you. You see lights moving towards you. Many of these unnatural uh, lights, like what Garpoon's carrying, all moving towards you. And it's starting to give you a sense of how big this room is. Uh, as they all start to converge on your location because you just it's taking a while for anything to actually manifest and uh you still just standing there waving it back and forth yeah just i'm going i'm gonna find a hiding spot i'm not gonna find gonna this in the least into the shadow this, away from the source of light this is not gonna okay. be the least bit intimidating to me i'm gonna keep waving it you're still right by the doors, um, so the best hiding spot would be maybe behind that U-shaped desk that I that you got the book from. Sure. Okay. I'll hide okay. under the, the, the hide under or behind it. Uh, behind it, probably. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, you jump over the desk real quick and duck down behind it. Garpoon's standing there, throwing the book around, um, and you start to just see beings. Uh, running towards you um various different races uh just making their way out of the library like going past you some are going over and it's the first time you've really looked and noticed this um but you remember i mentioned there were two doors in that entryway 
it looks like both doors open into the stacks. Both lead to the same place because okay. there are some that are going through and exiting what would be presumably based on location the other door okay. um, as people start to make their, their way by. All right. Um, I'm going to see this activity and I'm going to very loudly go, I'll jam this book into the other book, set it all aflame. But we require parlay. Is there a gay dar? Gay dar. Is there a jadar among you? <laughs> which uh, uh-huh. which of you is jadar? And uh, while these people are running by, you see some people just making note that it's just there's not really that the library is on fire. It's just that there is a Goliath standing there holding a flaming book above his head, <laughs> <laughs> and. The, they're they're making a general they they don't want to leave necessarily they don't exactly feel like the library's in danger yet but you're also so intimidating that you can see them slowly deciding like eh, it's better not to deal with them uh, so they continue to make their way past but then you hear a thump 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 and you see Silhouetted in the light, there is a figure moving that is much taller than everybody else. And they are walking directly towards you. Toward me. Yeah. Uh, when you say they, multiple figures of... Just one large figure. He's in amongst several of the figures that are now fleeing the library. But whereas they're kind of making just a dividing line out one of the two doors... Uh, this individual seems to be walking straight towards the source. And now that they're all there, is the place getting really lit up with light? Mm, no, this place is so big and so dark that uh, it's brighter than your little uh, uh, light that you were given, but not yep. by much. You've got maybe 40 feet of bright light based on the book now. All right, I'm going to see what this is. I've sized up what's happening. I'm going to take that book. I'm going to slam it into the ground at my feet, sending sparks and stuff however far you want to say they went. And I'm going okay. to put the lantern in my teeth. And I want to go. <laughs> I want to take the lantern in my teeth with the handle. I'm going to pull both my weapons out, sling, and I'm going to go, E face garpoon! With this in my mouth. So well, I got the, I got the <laughs> thing in my mouth the whole time, making a horrible. It's not coming out right, but I'm gonna have it in my mouth. <clears throat> All right, uh, you do that. Is it your intent, or are you even worrying about whether or not this fire is gonna spread? I don't care. I don't care if it spreads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let it burn. I don't care. Uh, it's under my feet, and or not under my feet, but just sort of down in front of me. Boom. So you 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 know if it's gonna go further than that you'd have to tell me. All right, uh, pieces of burning book scatter out into the air and begin falling down around, uh, landing on the ground. Some are beginning to land on the desk that you were hiding behind and land atop other pages and books. Um, and uh, this figure still continues to be walking directly towards you. Um, with deliberate intent however now seeing 
the fire spread comes to a halt. Okay. Hound. Nothing like fire. Um, after, I... uh, after. Well, are you gonna take any action or? No, I'm gonna just stare, gonna... stare at him and breathe hard for now. Stare right, him down. The figure begins walking now towards the desk. It's, it's made a slight angle. And now that he's he's now hit the light and you see him for what he is, uh, he is probably about nine feet tall. Oh, my Lord. Uh, pure muscle, very broad, wearing a big, dark coat. Um, and... Uh, Seem, seems to be made out of leather every he, he it all seems to be like a big leather coat leather gloves and but he's got the gray skin of a goliath the bald head of a goliath the tattoos similar to yours but he is taller than you by by a bit and uh he's now making his way towards the desk which will take him right past you but he does he isn't paying you any attention at the moment so he just is slowly or quickly moving past me like is it a Um, he's at a at a good gate like if if you were walking with intent okay i will keep my eye on him i don't want to i'm not going to attack yet Uh, Uh, he, he approaches the desk and starts patting out the flames anywhere they have begun to sprout. Can he see me? He's not looking for you, so you would believe that you have not been seen yet, but he is leaned. You can now see the top of his head as he's smacking these books and papers. He turns around. There is now a burning book directly next to you, and he walks over and he is going to shove you aside. Are you going to fight against the shove? He's going to shove me aside? Yes. No, I'm going to resist this. Sh- I'm going to resist that shove. Okay. Make an athletics check, please. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Remember, you got a lantern in your teeth. 24. <laughs> All right, he he doesn't give you a full push, but it was definitely one of those like, excuse me, I need to get to something. And you stand your ground and you hold firm when he pushes up against you. Um, now, you do note that he is not giving you a full shove. He is simply trying to move a little bit and... Despite that casual motion, it feels like you've been shoved. It feels like he has hit you almost. And he begins stamping out the book that's on fire at your feet. All right. I will continue to witness this. All right, I need to get involved, I think. Pretty perplexed as to why he's <laughs> why he's doing this. I don't understand why he's the fireman. Well, that's fine. All right, I stand up and I address the large Goliath. <clears throat> Excuse me, are you Jada? He continues to stomp. 
no response from him. Hello, we're talking to you. As he continues to stomp, the fire dies down, is eventually put out by the stomping, and when it's done, he turns to you. What manner of idiots brings fire into this place? It's the kind of idiots that don't get results without making a bit of noise. That's a, it's, a, it's a bit like calling the um, uh, the kettle calling the frying pan black. <laughs> Something you learned in the we've, solar I, We've spoken to three of your uh, abbots, and they are the most unhelpful uh, people I've met in my life. They can't take simple basic instruction. There are no abbots here. What do you refer to yourselves as? Scholars? I am not one. Um, who is in charge of this place? We are seeking the, the smartest uh, among you, the most efficient at finding uh, the book we are looking for. We have this Jadar. I'm not sure it's him, but well, the elf that uh, the sarcastic elf, P- Pete Purvis, Purvis. <laughs> From from the front door, um, seems to uh, dislike him quite a bit. I have this note here saying, Jadar's an ass. Are you Jadar? No. Where is this Jadar? I don't know. Oh, for the love of Pelor. <laughs> does anyone not know what everyone else does in this monastery? Jadar is an elder scholar here. Oh. Well, then it sounds like someone we are looking for. Can you take us to him? I am sure Jadar will find you after the ruckus you've made. Perfect. Well, all right then. What, what should we expect to receive him? What, what should we? What should we call you? What is your name? Garpoon. You are I'm a in dumb sp- one, are you not? The dumb one. Listen, you might want to watch it with the name calling. Gapoon doesn't like it very much. He looks around and he gestures and he says, there are thousands of books here. One fire destroys so much knowledge. Imagine if the books you had set on fire was what you sought. Imagine if a fire raged out of control. Listen to this, Uncle Imagination. What? <laughs> what? Imagine a world where we came in and asked for what we needed and someone took us there. We didn't need to burn a damn thing. This, this is on you and your people. All we did was come in looking for a Jadar, whoever's in charge, and we get a song and a dance from a shitty elf and a piece of shit dog. And me and the ferret can't get anywhere. So all I'm saying is, while we're imagining, let's imagine you take us where we need to go, and nobody gets hurt, nothing gets burned. Apple beams with pride. (laughs) He looks between the two of you. You do not deserve aid. And then he turns and walks to the door and opens it. And steps through. Are, are all the other onlookers still in there? 
generally speaking, people have uh, have moved on. You do notice a set of lights moving in unison, heading towards you uh, again with purpose. And uh, you have maybe a couple seconds before they get to you. But beyond that, it is quieted down in this part of the library. Okay. Well, we'll wait. I'm going to take extra grip on my weapons and go, oh, oh, and I'm going to face those lights coming at me. <laughs> Whatever they are, I'm ready for them. More librarians. <laughs> <laughs> Couple moments go by. Uh, the source of the lights uh, reveal themselves to be a uh, another high elf. Uh, this one older than the one you had seen uh, earlier at the desk. Um, standing next to him is Fulna. And he is accompanied by two others. Um, he's accompanied by a small gnome and a, a human with a crossbow. I thought Fulma was uh, a lady. No. Yeah, Fulma's a lady. Oh, okay. I thought so, you said he. So yeah. you, there's a there's a male high elf, uh, Fulna, the Tabaxi woman you met earlier. There's a small gnome and a human with a crossbow. You gotta punt that no, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Already entered my head. Just gotta figure out how. And the high elf walks up to you. You two. What the hell are you doing in here? Um, I'd like to. Uh, wait. No, not yet. Can I tell if this is Jadar from a, a read of his clothes and appearance? You can't tell that it's Jadar, but uh, you can tell that there's a somewhat resemblance to Previs, who you met earlier. Looks <clears> like they might be related. We're looking for the Elder Scholar Jadar. Would that be you, sir? Yes, you found him. Ah, thank the heavens. And we only had to burn one book, eh, Baffo? <laughs> Truly, this this incursion has been without the usual amount of bloodshed. So, felicitations, everyone. Now, Jada, <clears throat> um, we are searching for a book, and we need the uh, we need the assistance of the most astute of your of your fellowship. Are you out of your mind? I am not no, going to help you. Mind. You are banned from this facility. I'm here to ask you to leave. That's you not going to be an option today. You have my staff, burned a book. You have broken the rules of this library. Under no circumstances am I going to help you. <laughs> We've been told no quite a bit today. And <laughs> my friend Gapoon doesn't have a lot of patience for the word no. <laughs> I strongly encourage you to rethink this position you've taken. <laughs> um, as you say that, the human lifts the crossbow and takes aim. You see the small gnome pull out two daggers okay. and ready them. Fulna is not wielding any weapons, but even she seems to get down into a low crouch potentially preparing for trouble and Jadar smirks at you and says 
I am not concerned about earning the ire of your friend, nor am I concerned about entitled little shits like you. Oh, okay. Look, we're searching for the, um, <clears throat> the, uh, there's a warlock who goes by the name of Mondorus Asact. He has some journals here. We need to collect those. believe I've established my stance on this. Sir, the fate of our world hangs in the balance, and we are here on a mission to help save it. Do you want to go down in Bard's Tales as pencil pushers and bureaucrats who stood in our way, or simply deliver us to the book efficiently and quickly so that we can continue with the good work that we're doing? It's not my fault, nor is it Garpoon's, that you've not heard of who we are or what we're here to do. So kindly brush aside your petulant ignorance and aid uh, aid your fellow citizens of this world in our work. If your work was so delicate, as you put it, so important, why not follow the rules? Why make everything so much more difficult on yourself? Because rules are for pedants and for bureaucrats such as yourself. They're not for us. If we obeyed the rules, then the enemy wins. Because the enemy can predict our movements and our behavior. We... We are a different kind of person. We ask nicely the whole time. And every time you turn it away from the freaking... I don't believe that's true. And he looks at... Uh... He looks at Fulma. It's not. I offered to take them where they wanted to go, and they threatened me. Surely you understand that your underlings are going to paint the situation in a positive picture. They told me it would take a lot of time to do things, but in my observation, we are the only visitors here today. There are no other visitors. There's no reason why the full resources of this monastery are not at our disposal. So we sought out this person's boss, manager, person in charge, and they refused. You should have a conversation with your employees. The state of this place, absolutely atrocious. I do not need to speak with my fellows when it is being compared to the behavior of two imbeciles who nearly burned this place to the ground. It was one book. For all we know, it was the book we need. We maybe burned our own book. No, I, fl I, fl I flipped through it. Uh, I'm quite certain there wasn't even any text in it. It was empty papyrus in there. Single book. Big deal. And it got your attention. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Where, 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 why were you hiding when I was yelling your name? It took setting a book on fire to get your ass out of the facility. Shite. I, I suppose I should also tell you that Murgit is somewhere loose in the stacks. Uh, apparently it's not supposed to be in, but if that's a problem, I'd like to let you know that he's somewhere here. He was quite afraid of you. Uh, your sudden concern for the rules is noted, but regardless, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You can do it willingly or by force. 
Gap or not Gapoon. Bafo, <laughs> we've got I guess I'm we not have interested no... in returning back to Serifax empty handed. We've got no choice. I'm going to do insightful if we're not in combat, and I don't okay. think I do anything crazy. I'd like to do insightful fighting uh, on the guy with the bow. It just takes a bonus action. It's a contest okay. of insight versus their deception, and it okay. gives me sneak attack even if I don't have advantage. I can okay. just walk up to somebody and hit them for sneak attack damage. So I'm going to do my insight check. 16 plus 7 is, is 1? 23. Is my okay. Goal. He rolled well, but I don't think he's going to beat that. So let's assume so that you have it. I have the advantage for one minute. Okay. Um, We're not leaving, I say. Yeah, I'll st I'm just going to stand my ground. My weapons are out. I'm ready to go. Ready to throw down. So does it, right. does, is it just silent now? And we're all just staring at each other. Like yeah, right now we're just uh, we're just having a bit of a uh, a bit of a standoff. Mexican standoff, um, they, my favorite. As they wait, um, they clearly think they have you. Uh, they're feeling very confident. Um, but they haven't made a move yet. So, so the best second. we can tell, perception-wise, and and uh, best I can tell from Garpoon's standpoint, there are two armed, potentially two armed assailants. One who appears to be getting ready to fight, but seems to be unarmed. In the in the the, the Baffo girl or the Baffo girl, what's her name? The whatever her name is. Um, and then the main and then the main dude, Gadar, does not have anything either that I can tell. <laughs> Jadar. I should, Jadar. I should point out because I was about to say there are five of them. I did forget to mention uh, Previs is also with them. Um, oh, Previs is there. Yes. So there are five people currently. Uh, you have Previs. Um, he is armed. Uh, he <laughs> is he, ar is he has... armed with a dick pick or is it a real weapon? <laughs> nope. He has a crossbow as okay. well. All right. uh, you have Previs. You have Fulna, who has not pulled any weapons but definitely looks ready for a fight. She's a tabaxi. Uh, have, she got claws. She's a tabaxi. She does have claws. Uh, you have Jadar, who is not currently armed, but he does have a staff. Make uh, make of that what you will. Um, there is the uh, gnome who produced uh, two daggers, and then there is the human also with a crossbow. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stare down the opposition, but I'm going to speak to Garpoon and say, Garpoon, when we do this, these are good folk. Don't strike to kill. Whoa. You, you think they're going to hold back? That doesn't matter what they do. What matters is what we do. Save your true violence for the true enemy. We simply need to convince them to cooperate with us. All right. I'm going to assume a combat stands. Okay, go ahead and roll for initiative then. Oh boy. Let's just see where we all end up here. Okay. That where's my All right. I rolled a 7. 
don't have that sucks <laughs> definitely not what I, I want to re-roll this whoops i had modifiers <laughs> on there hold on <laughs> a natural one <laughs> shit well it's fun playing these characters i should have taken the last roll and just minus the five dice i put on there for my bone that i had just stuck on there Garpoon equals shit all right, hold on. I kind of have to build this encounter because in a million years, this is not where I predicted this. <laughs> I would love to hear that, though. That's good. Uh, so I just got to get. Yeah, we're everybody. probably really off book. I feel like. I have a whole encounter built, but not for these people. None of them are on it. So no, probably means their HP is probably pretty low. They're just civilians. Yeah, they're poop heads. Yeah. They're poop yeah. heads. We got give us his victory, DM. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna figure out if you make it past a round so we gotta we gotta we gotta get there uh who am i missing fulna so there's fulna there's crossbow guy there's gnome knife guy there's sarcastic elf dick guy and there's jadar elf dick guy and Oh, there he is. Noalis. Okay. Who's Noalis? He's the gnome. But, okay. you don't, but you don't know that. No, no, I don't. Sorry. That's fine. Noalis. Sounds like... I don't know what that sounds All like. All right. Every single one of I them gets to... to see if Noalis is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of them gets to go before you. Of course. Oh. This can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> The lowest I rolled was a nine, so. Yeah. Well, honor system, everyone. I rolled yep. a four. Yeah, I rolled a one. I was like, oh, man. I'm not the DM, so I can't <laughs> change the results of the things I rolled. No. Uh, okay. So, first up, uh, Jadar is going to look at Garpoon, um, and he is going to cast Command on him. And he is simply going to say, leave. Wow. So let me pull that up here. Uh, go ahead and make a roll. I'll tell you what to add in a second here, Scott. But okay. Just to save time. Uh, go ahead and make your roll. All right. We'll check in the chat just... room to see if they like what we're doing or what we're doing. <laughs> Uh, it is a wisdom save, so go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. That would be a 17? 17? Yeah. Okay. You uh, you resist it. Okay. Because um, go away sounds bad. Or leave? That sounds bad. I don't want to leave. Uh, Previs is going to take a shot at... Uh, Bafo with his um with his crossbow. Okay. That is going to be where's the encounter? That is gonna be an eighteen to hit. Yep. Damage. Uh that is six points of damage to you. Alright, let's be at eighteen. Uh, Fulna is going to charge forward and she is going to attempt to hit Garpoon uh, twice. 
The first is going to be a 13 to hit. Okay. Um, 18 does not hit. Uh, 18, are you, do you have a shield equipped? No, it's it's just my armor class. Does that not count? Hold on, let me take a look. Because right now you have both weapons in your hands, I do, yeah, I'm dual wielding. Okay, so that means you do not have a shield. So right now, if you have a shield equipped on your character, you need to remove it, and that's what your AC is. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. It's 16, it's plus two with the shield. Wait, I don't have, where's shield? It, it's you go to equipment, you'll see inventory, and what you have equipped is like checked with a the chainmail, hand axe, hand axe. Yeah, so you actually have hand axe, hand axe, and shield equipped, but you can only you know can't have the shield if you have two hand axes. Yeah, so you actually have sixteen for your AC. So one of those is a miss, and the other is a hit. So okay. that is going to be. Why was my shield on? <laughs> the hell I don't that? need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is going to be four points of damage to you. Okay. Got it. Not too bad. Uh, Ziltan is going to fire his crossbow at Garpoon as well. Didn't he just do that? Or what other crossbow? Who was crossbow? Uh, Previs was the first crossbow. Oh, he had a crossbow too. Man, what a yeah. dick. What He's a, a dick. dick. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a uh, 17 to hit. Okay. Yeah, it's a hit from it's me, Scott, not you. Oh, I thought it was at me. Okay. Oh, no, no, it is. It's at Garpoon. Oh, okay. oh, I thought it was at me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a hit, just but barely. I think that's a hit anyway. Yep. Uh, that's going to be seven points of damage to you. Okay. And Noalis is going to charge in with his daggers, and he's going to attempt to strike Garpoon twice. Uh, he is going to miss both of those. Sweet. With it. Which brings us to Baffo's turn. Finally. Jeepers. All right. So I still have insightful fighting active on the regular crossbow human. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Because I think what I want to do is I want to move in. Act all graceful-like with great okay. speed. How much distance to close between me and him? Uh, Probably about 10, fif- or probably about 15 feet. All right, so I use 15 feet of movement. I'm going to move in, and I'm going to unsheath my claws and just shink, shink. It's like really quick, like lightning speed. Okay. Stab him right in the neck, non lethally. <laughs> A non lethal neck stabbing is what you're it, aiming yeah, for. Yeah, huh? I can just hit the right arteries to put him out, but not to kill him. Okay. Uh, let me go to my attack rolls here. Uh, 16 to hit. That'll hit. Alright, so it's 1d4 and then my sneak attack damage, right? I just want to make sure once per turn you can deal an extra 2d6 of damage to one creature hit. Uh, you don't need advantage on the attack roll for another many... Okay, so that's fine. Um, so that's 1 plus my modifier of 3 is 4 and then the sneak attack damage is... Five, so nine points of damage. Okay. And then I would like to use. Let's see here. I can use a cunning action as a bonus action to disengage. Okay. Yeah, do I want to disengage? 
He's I haven't I haven't killed this. I haven't put him out yet, right? With this attack? No. Um How many people are within melee range to me now that I've run up to him? Um now that you've run up to him, you have you, which one were you attacking? The human? The human with the crossbow. Human. Okay. Uh, I'm going to just mentally switch where two of the people are because I told you wrong. The human was actually further away from you, but we'll put him, we'll okay. swap him with Previs. Okay. Uh, so right now, uh, nobody else is within melee range. Okay. Um, yeah, still don't. Because what I. All right, I think I'm. Oh, then I'll be standing at like a sore throat. Garpoon's behind me, right? Uh, Garpoon is a little ways uh, behind you. He's kind of at a diagonal behind you. I'm going to run out of range. I'm use my bonus cunning action to hide, basically. Um, well, aren't I... you using your cunning action to move out of range? Well, I can use cunning action to dash, disengage, or hide. Uh-huh. So I'm going to so run out to disengage, or well, I was going to accept the opportunity attack and go run and hide. Okay, okay. Uh, he's got after... a crossbow, so I, actually he he cannot take uh, an opportunity he, attack he, against. Well, you. he could probably punch me, right? Was... Yeah. So um, I'm going to use the hide action, so to stealth and find this darkened library that I must be able to sort of get into the stealth, uh, get into the darkness, and okay. Just let do I now? I've only got thirty movement. Do I need more movement? If so, I'll use feline agility. But if not, I won't. Uh, no, we'll save within thirty points of movement. Go ahead and roll a stealth check just to see. Seventeen on stealth. Okay. All right, and I I, I stab him in the neck, and then I run out into the shadow. (laughs) All right. All right, Garpoon, it is your turn. You have a uh, little gnome in front of you who has tried to stab you. Okay. Uh, you have a tabaxi next to him who uh, has clawed you. And uh, then there are two archers not far away and one caster. All right. Um, I got this new thing where I think I can hit both of them with the same potential damage. Hold on a second. Is it sweeping attack? I've never done a fighter before, so this stuff is still sort of new to me. That's all right. Um, um, you have like a which which um, subclass did you go for? I went with oh, battle master. Battle so master, correct. Disarming attack, f- pushing attack, and sweeping attack. I'm just looking at your sheet here. Yeah. So if I go with a, where'd my sweeping attack go? Mm-hmm. Thunder equip uh, features and traits, class features. There it is. Second win, martial archetype. It's all the way at the bottom. Okay, here we go. Oh, but how do I? Yeah, this stuff throws me off. So, so it's when no you hit action. a creature, you can also expand. At that time, you can decide to expend a superiority die. Yeah. And then you'll hit a second creature, like cleave, basically. That's what I'm gonna do. So you, you, you decide after you hit. You can just do a regular attack, and then you decide, I'm, I'm going to make it a sweeping attack. Okay, let's do that. Tell me who's... So they're right there in the same they're in the same range of me? Yeah, you have... Uh, the gnome, and what's the other one? The, the girl. The girl. Uh, 
the tabaxi Fulma. Um, we're going to attack the weapon wielder, the gnome, first. So I'll attack him with okay. a uh, with a hand axe. Hold on. That is a 20 foot. Oh, that's weird. No, that's a throw. Hold on. Sorry. You can throw you can throw the axe or hit with it in melee, so it's five feet baseline. Yeah. The range is for if you throw the axe. Um actually you can do the long sword. And well, if you're gonna do a long sword, you've got two axes sheath. in your hand. You have two Oh never mind, never mind. The axe. Yeah, yeah. F that. I gotta use axe. Never mind. <laughs> in my head I was using I it's a long story, but when we last played the game he had he carried a sword in one hand, hacks it in the other, and I forgot that I he's not doing that right now. So that's fine. Um yeah, no, this will be a hand axe. And uh let's see, let me do a hit. Oops. Come on, go. There we go. Ooh, a twenty-four. Yeah. That, that yeah. Hits. Yeah. That hits these sure. Yep. Um so we'll do that. And if that hits, that's 1d6 plus 3. So, hold on a second. Plus 3. That's going to be... 6 damage. And uh, I do want to expend one of those superiority dice and try to cleave the other dude. Or the girl. Okay. All right, so, as long as it hits the... You don't have to reroll an attack roll. It just auto-hits. Okay, so it just auto-hits. So, I've just decided that that's a thing. That's how that works. It takes damage equal to the number you roll on the superiority die. Right. Yeah, so use your superiority die. Right. Roll that. I'll do that right now, which I think is, say, is it a single d4? Hold on. This is it's a d8. It's a, is it a d4? I thought it was d8. Uh, I, they, they I think it's a d8. It's a You're d8, right, 4d8. Yeah. You're right. Wait, I'm rolling 4d8 for that? No, no, I just 1d8. You have 4d8 of superior dice, so you I've, spend 1 yeah. to... Roll 1d8. Right. I have just yeah. that many slots. Okay. Here we go. 1d8. 7. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's a big hit to full nut. Now you can do it again with your second attack. Right. To both of them again, right? And I'd have to spend another slot, but I can do this exact same thing. I believe if you're dual wielding, you can use a bonus action to attack again. Well, that definitely true. That's definitely yeah, true. Yeah, if you're if you're dual wielding, you can definitely do that. I don't know if you can do. Hold on. You don't get the modifier. If I'm sweeping honest. attack, when you hit with a melee attack, you can. No, you can do that. Uh, I can do that whole smear again. Superiority, it's it's just you whenever you hit with any attack, you can spend a superiority die. Yeah, so you All just right. have to make sure you hit with your uh, bonus attack. But yeah, you can do All it. All right, well, let me roll for hit on the first one then. Oh, my gosh. Nat 20 and a plus 5. 25. <laughs> yes! That's wow. really a lucky roll right there. Now I'm screwed the rest of my life. You don't get your modifier, though, but you get to roll 2d6 now. All right, hold I think on. that's how dual wielding works, right? Yes. Wait, 2d6? Yeah. So, uh, but I don't get the modifier. Yep. Right? Okay. Correct. Or actually, you do. Hang on, I'm looking it up now. Two yeah, dual he has... Uh, I get my plus five? He has something that adds it. I see it on his sheet. It's okay. counting it. All right, plus five then. Hold on, let me roll. Well, no, plus three. It's 1d6 plus three. Oh, no, no. What did I, why am I saying five? What am I looking at? 
wrong weapon. That's why. All right. Forget I said that. 2d6 plus 3. <laughs> 6. Yep. <laughs> that's that's not a good roll. 2, 1, and a 3. And then the plus 3. Okay. Yeah, so that's... Add, it's one of your superior dice to the hit. Are you going to do the sweeping attack again? Uh, Yeah, we may as well. So let me do okay. that. Second, that's one D eight. Four. Okay. And I will kill another slot. Alright, so that should leave you two superiority die left. The damage has been taken by both of them. And we go back to uh their turn. Are they dead? Uh, no, they are not. No oh, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I have a way of assuring that I won't kill them this next. If it gets back around to me. <laughs> well, we need to take one of them down. <laughs> so, I like I said, I I had roughly stats for these people, but this was not what I picked. So I intend, intended. So we're we're seeing how this goes. Uh, Jadar is going to walk forward to you, Garpoon. Yeah. Uh, he is going... Wait, I'm, I'm hiding. Does he know where I am? No, he's walking to Garpoon. Oh, Garpoon. Yeah. What's wrong <laughs> with me? I love that you keep using Garpoon in everything. <laughs> I'm Garpoon now, yeah. too. <laughs> but your, your, your turn was so inspiring. All those sweet rolls and all that sweet damage. Yeah. Now you I'm want. shocked we haven't had it uh, split anyone yet. Yeah. He is going to cast Inflict Wounds, reach out and touch you to try and cast that that is going to be a 19 to hit yeah that hits alright what is inflict wounds 3d10 necrotic whoops ignore that <laughs> 3d10 necrotic mm-hmm. that's bullshit <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> you sucks. take 21 points of damage. Oh my gosh. What? I'm dead. <laughs> Hold on. 21 points, you really? Down? I'm down. Yep. All right, yeah. you're unconscious. I'm, yeah, you're I unconscious. need my. I gotta do my throws. Shit. All right. Uh, Previs is going to try and find you. Now that he's down. What librarian knows magic spells? This sucks. He does not. Uh, Fulna is going to try and find you. She does see you. Uh, She is going to use her movement uh, as well as her tabaxi agility to catch up to you. Okay. And she is going to make two strikes against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is going to be a 12. The other is going to be a 23. Uh, second one hits. All right. It's going to be six points of damage to you. All right. Okay. Let's be at 12. Uh, Zoltan, uh, seeing where you went, 
is going to fire a crossbow bolt at you. He's going to move. I, I don't, I'm not undercover. Oh, he moves. Okay. Well, he also just saw her run up and attack something, so he's looking at where she's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a 18 to hit. It hits. Plus what? Oh, one. Four points of damage from that. Puts me to eight. And uh, Noalis is going to attempt to move to you, but uh, is too far away. Can't quite get to you. Um, so that will be his movement. Uh, you are up. All right, uh, feline agility, cashing in. Okay. I'm, and I'm stealthing, looking for a hiding spot, again, where I can't be found. So uh, I'm not just moving around uh, a shelf. I need a hiding are, spot. Are you going to... Actually, no, I don't need to use feline agility. I can use my regular action for stealth, and I will use my bonus action to double my movement speed. Um but I'm basically full on fleeing the battle at this point. Okay. Are you fleeing deeper into the library or are you sure. fleeing out the way you came? Deeper in the library where it's darkest. Okay. Uh, it's hard to find you, people in here. Are you taking the opportunity attack? Because it sounds like you're using it all for movement. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So she's going to take an attack at you. Mm -hmm. uh, 13. 13. Okay. That's my AC, so I guess that's a hit because she's reached the target. It's a hit. You take three more points of damage. Mm hmm. And you sprint off into the darkness. Garpoon, mm -hmm. I need your first death save, please. All right. My stealth roll was 19. First off. Oh. I mean, you're so lightning gone at this point, I just assumed it worked, honestly. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to make sure they can't chase me. Right. Like, can find me again. Yeah. Okay. Remind me what I roll for death. I haven't had to do this yet. You just roll a uh, d20. If it's 10 or above, uh, it's a save. If it's below 10, it's a fail. 18. All right. That's your first that's save. A save. Yep. They didn't hit him non lethally? No, no. They knocked him unconscious. Okay. Yeah. Which is non lethal, right? No, non-lethal is you go to drop to zero, but you wouldn't be rolling death saves. Oh, I see what you mean. But it was lethal, so you're right. dying. you might be dying. Yeah, I, I could be dying. All right. Uh, Scott, I want you to roll a d20 two more times. Okay. And What's this tell for? me what they, what oh, they are. Die. All right. First roll, 11. Okay. Second roll, nat 20! <laughs> nice. <laughs> You, uh, we will be back to you, uh, in a moment. We're going to follow Baffo. You are in the middle of the stacks of the library. Mm -hmm. You have no idea where you are exactly. You're surrounded by books and shelves. Whatever, but probably I can see their lights, maybe. I don't know. I mean, probably the tabaxi's going to be running through the dark. Um, I'm just looking for a hiding spot right now to formulate a new plan of action. Okay. That encounter did not go well. You are you are tucked away in the stacks somewhere. You can't even see their lights anymore at this point. 
Okay, and I want to be ready in such a way as that if one of them moves in front of me, I want to observe them for, you know, insightful action, and then I'd like to, you know, I'll attack them. Okay. If they get too close. All right. Right now, um, you are beyond the point where you can see them. Do you want to try to creep back up to where you would be in a spot where you can see their lights? Um... Or do you want to continue to be hidden? That's a good question. I, I think maybe I'm staying at a safe distance for now, but yeah, somewhere where I can maybe observe what's going on with Garpoon and the rest of them. Okay, so you start to try to... Actually, no. Sorry, I take it back. Okay, I'm here for the book. The mission must continue. The mission okay. matters most to you. Uh, so that would be my character's MO. Um, obviously, there's no help to be found here. Right. I may be at a huge disadvantage, but I have a massive brain. And I remember the dark archives being a thing. I'm going to do what I can to search uh, for it. I don't know how long it'll take or what the result will be, but I can okay. continue on. Um, go ahead and are you going to start right with where you are? Just start looking at stuff near you? Yeah, like, I mean, I'm trying to make as little noise as possible while I do this, now that I'm in huge danger. and basically solid snake at okay. this point. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to look make for... A, uh, make an investigation check. Natural 20, which the total roll is 23. Okay. Well, I will give you uh, a good deal of information then about what you're able to glean just where you are. Um, you start to just pull off books where you are. Just get some idea of what kind of section you're in, what's going on, where this place might be. And every book that you pull off, uh, off the shelf seems to have something to do uh, with medicine healing the body anatomy that sort of thing okay. um safe to say that you are in a section pertaining to those topics okay i'm in a section dealing with medicine so how do uh, i'm trying to get to the dark archive is there any clue no, not where you are. There's there's no idea. You have no idea about the layout of this place. They've said it's very big. Um, so, so, I mean, what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue wandering, going through section okay. by section. You know, that might take hours. You start, or to, but... you start to cut up and down rows um, yeah. of the stacks, still trying to be very quiet, very careful as you move. And uh, you continue to notice that they all seem to have a similar... Uh, tone and topic to them and you begin to suspect that whatever this entire area is it all pertains to it and you would have to expand your search much further to find anything that's going to not have to deal with that um, okay. is that what you would like to do yeah i will i'm I will spend my time hunting the section I, I, the dark archive is what i'm looking for probably it's secreted away somewhere not easy to access by the sound of the name so i'm just i'm more rather than looking to see what each of the sections are about i'm more looking for a place that looks unusual that's that's guarded or removed even like as much as looking for doorways that or places that in the wall that might look like they might be doorways like anything i'm looking for clues i'm trying to to decipher the layout where this secret archive might be. Okay. So let me give you a couple options and then we'll cut back to Garpoon and see what he's doing while you do all this. Yeah. Um, you have a couple options. You can continue to go row by row through the stacks. 
yeah. uh, making kind of a, a line away from where everybody was. You can go... Uh, so the, the way you've come in uh, is actually... You're actually moving south. So the entrance into the stacks itself that you came through originally was in the northern part of the library. Okay. Um, so you've been making your way south. Uh, you can head to any of the walls, uh, the eastern, western, or southern wall, and check and see if there are any doors leading out. Uh, or you can continue to check the stacks. Which I'm looking like for doors. Do? I'm looking for, for a way into another area. Okay, I, I, you want to go east, west, or south to start. And I come from the north. We're on the north side of the library? Yes. So kind of like the way a maze works, where you know you trace your fingers always left mm-hmm. or always right, and you eventually come to the exit. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. So I'll pick a direction that's away. Since I'm north, I'll go east, southwest. Okay. So yeah. you're going to head east first. You start to make your way that way again. I'm assuming being quiet, creeping. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. The place is very big. There's lots of rows, um, and it's very dark. And you can see 60 feet in the dark, so you're not having to light anything. Garpoon. Mm. You uh, suddenly open your eyes, and you're laying on the ground. You are surrounded by the five individuals you were just in combat with. They currently have two crossbows trained at you while you're laying on the ground. Mm. You have one hit point. Oh yeah, you rolled a twenty. So that is—if that was a saving throw, that means you actually surged yourself back to life. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, mm. I'm gonna turn all that on, I guess. Hold on. Uh, How do I so, tell it to do this? So I have one hit point. Yep. Okay. Jadar stands over you. And he says, your little friend abandoned you, took off into the stacks. Are you going to continue to make trouble, or can we discuss? What do you mean he left? Took off, saw you fall, went for a run. Just left you here. Are you saying Baffo abandoned me? That's exactly what I'm saying. Come on, Garpoon knows better than that. That little shit ferret. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll. Uh, I'm in no. I'm in no shape to fight. Do with me what you will. <laughs> Jadar <laughs> leans down and he says, "Look, we're." place of learning, a place of knowledge, not a place of combat, not a place to bring your weapons and war and things like that. We are a reasonable group. You have come in here like an elephant, trampling over everything. Tell us what you know, where your friend might be going. Maybe we can see about getting you what you need and getting you on your way. We are not monsters. He's trying to find a book. I forgot the effing name of the book. <laughs> Hold on, I have it right here. I have it right here. Uh, it is the, the Journal of Maduro Sacked. 
and we've come here for it. Give us, give him the book and let us go. We're going to have to find it. What do you know about it? Do you know what section he might be going to? Uh, well, if I know that little shit ferret, he's headed toward the dark one. The dark archive. That's that's it. Well, that is a dangerous place for him to be venturing, but we'll see what we can do. Let's take a moment. Let's rest up. Let's get our hopefully cooperative new friend Garpoon back up on his feet. And let's see if we can put all this nastiness to rest. And... Uh, Fulna approaches, she hands you a potion. Uh, drink this, it'll help. She hands you a, a vial of red liquid. Alright. You know, trying to kill me again. If we wanted to kill you, we could do so right now very easily, without having you drink a thing. Alright, no regrets. <laughs> All right, you uh, recover four d four plus four healing point. Uh, health oh, jeez, four d four plus four. Garpoon's ready for another fight. <laughs> no kidding. I thought about well, I thought about something. Well, they're nice to you. Sorry, four d four plus what? Plus four. Plus four. All yeah. right, seventeen. All right, you got 17 hit points back. Nice. Do you feel ready to move on, or do you need to take a moment to rest? Uh, we can... We can proceed. It was good stuff you gave me. It's like... <laughs> it's like my mother used to make. Mm -mm. <laughs> you got any food? We can see to that after we've gotten your friend, okay? All right, I'll hold you to it, and I'll get up. <laughs> now, feeling refreshed. Out of curiosity, while we're looking for him, may I ask you, why are you in such a rush that this was the method you chose to search for the book? We're not a patient kind. Me and my friend Bafo. That's it. You simply don't have patience, so you started a fight and nearly got yourself killed? We're not ones for rules or waiting around for decorum. It's no point and it's useless. There's nobody here. Just let us in. I'd maintain if you'd let us in, we'd be out of here by now. We'd be done with this godforsaken hole. Perhaps that's the first piece of knowledge you should take away from this place, is the value of a little patience. Now, let's make our way to the Dark Archive and see if we can find Baffo before uh, his business is finished. Lead the way. Meanwhile, Baffo, you, uh, you make your way to the... You were going east, right? Yeah, it was working my way east like a maze, like just working my way through through there to find to get a lay of the land to make like a GTA style top down map in my head of, of everything I'm, I'm going through. Okay, so I'm, you get to I'm, the east. There is a hallway on the eastern wall that mm -hmm. 
leads to another room. Uh, do you want to continue to map this room, or do you want to go down? It goes down? Uh, it doesn't go down, it, it, but there is a hallway oh. off of off of the uh, room. Do I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smell... Do I smell uh, any... The room feels different from that direction? What's my keen cat smell? You are overwhelmed by just the smell of paper and that bookstore type smell. And okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to move it. I want to move into this new room, but while I do it, I'm going to sniff the walls. Okay. Uh, you move carefully down, sniffing the walls as you go. Uh, it's very, uh, there's definitely a musk. Like I said, it all, it all smells like a bookstore. Uh, it, you know, you are overwhelmed by that. There's a hint of burnt paper now uh, filling the place. Um, though that's a bit distant, but that is another strong odor that you are picking up. Um, and as you make your way into this new room, uh, you look around and you see you are in another rather large chamber. And what you can see with your 60 feet of dark vision is that, uh, this room goes up. Uh, there are actually multiple stories to this particular room. Mm -hmm. um, and it's one of those where you can look up and the room kind of goes in a square, but there's a hole in the middle where you can look down over like a, like a banister and see down to the bottom. Um, and sitting down at the bottom across the room from you is a giant mechanized being currently flipping through a book slowly. Okay. Um, I'm going to make an assumption that this guy doesn't know what we sort of got up to. So I'm going to approach him super casual, like, <laughs> and be like, <laughs> hello, uh, hello, sir. His head snaps up. Hello, it is good to meet you. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you, too. Oh, I, love I am Seeker. What is your name? I'm Inspector Baff the Inspector Baffosaltz. That's fantastic. Baffle. How can I help you today? Uh, well, I'm searching for um, uh, a tome, uh, the Journal of Motoros Sacked. Would that, would that? Would you happen to know where such tomes might be found? That one in particular. I don't know that particular book, but I can see if that name comes up anywhere in my archive. Oh. One moment. Beautiful. Beep, beep, beep. Robot sits there. Twitches a little bit. I don't want to interrupt your search, but I just want to say that um, your e efficacy at your task is um, much appreciated. I found four cases of the name Mondoro in this section of the library. Perfect. Enumerate the cases for me, please. Would you like me to retrieve them? Yes, absolutely. Please. <laughs> stands up to his full height I will be back in a moment please wait here so I can find you more easily certainly not going anywhere and he goes stomping off and disappears into the library this guy's way better than Jada <laughs> alright back to Garpoon 
you all move uh, fairly briskly through the stacks. Uh, being guided by Jadar does make for quick work through the library, and you head uh, directly south from where uh, you've been and um, make your way to a hallway in the southern wall and pass through that. Um, upon passing through that, you enter into... Um, what looks to be even a, a bigger chamber than the one you were just in. But other than that, still very indistinguishable from where you were. It's stacks and rows of books and books and books. And then in the middle, uh, as, you, as you start to navigate this room, uh, there is a big uh, stone structure right in the middle of the room with a door. Okay. And uh, Jadar looks at it and says, all right, this is the way up to the Dark Archive. Uh, it, we do keep it locked. We don't want just anybody wandering up there. Um, he tries the handle. It's still locked, so it's perhaps safe to say that your friend hasn't been here yet. Um, do you think we should wait for him? Uh, yeah, I, I do. And if I seem hesitant, it's because he already bailed on me. So I don't know who, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he would, he would tell me to stay. So I'll stay. Okay. Got nothing do you to lose. think he's going to be reasonable if he sees that we have assisted you in our... All he cares not, about not is... Not out the, for blood. All he cares about is the book. That's it. Jadar thinks about it for a moment. All right. Previs, go back to your post. Previs rolls his eyes at him. Goes walking away. <laughs> Whatever, this is way more fun. Freaking Previs. He's such a pecker. Uh, Colna, the rest of you uh, can probably get back to work. Uh, we're going to need somebody to go outside, let everybody else know that it's safe to come back in. Um, Ziltan, can you see to that? Can you go let everybody else back in, let them know the fire? All of that has been taken care of. They can return to the library. We will wait here for your friend Baffo, and we'll hopefully find this book you're after that you claim is very important and never have to deal with any of you ever again. <laughs> Garfoo's not paying attention. Uh, Sorry, like, I just got a text from my wife. They are saying all this stuff, and Garfoo's like looking at the ceiling. Oh, I got all a right, text. It was mostly instructions for other people. It's all good. It's fine. I got a text from my wife right then, and I blanked on the final part but yeah it's fine it's just funny it, it, no it adds to it's perfect you did it perfect all right we go back to baffo um a bit of time goes by you hear the as the uh, machine comes stomping back down i have found the books that you have requested here they are and oh, he hands you excellent my man four books would you mm -hmm. like me to indicate where the passages you are interested in are located um, do you know, 
Do you know anything about these books? They they, they are written in a, a unique cipher. I don't understand your question. <laughs> well, Would you, you know... like me to indicate the passages that you might be interested in in these books? Um, does, do I have the books, or is he not giving them to me yet? He's holding them out. You can take them. Um, yes. Yes, Seeker. Please. Follow me. He stomps over to a table, sets the books down, opens up the first book, flips it open, mm-hmm. and then indicates a passage in the book. Did Grizz mention anything about the Seeker person? No. Did you already use your... Oh, you can still ask. Never mind. I still have a token, but I'm just wondering if I knew that, you know, just if he was just going to show me horse shit or not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Seeker's going to do. Uh, so uh, you you look at the first passage, and uh, there's a bit of information. Um, you it basically looks like a historical recount of who Mondoro Sacked was, uh, basically indicating Mondoro Sacked was a warlock who was said to have made a pact with a demon to attain knowledge and power. He valued such knowledge above all, and it is said through the demon he could read any language and put it to paper. However, like many who seek power, Mondoro feared losing it. He worried that the demon would strip his sight from him and deny him the legacy he had sought. So he began cataloging all of his secrets. Um, Goes on to basically explain what you know, uh, talks about his legacy. I will give you this script to review when, if, you would like um but it's a historical okay. accounting that's awesome okay. if you if you have it i'll take it but we, if not we can move on to the the next book yeah it's mostly stuff you know but i will go ahead and Scott, you can have it too There's <laughs> that's no really cool you basically create one of those skyrim books that you don't really need to read but it's all written out if you wanted to read it that's really cool so that's where that's the passage he indicates in the first book would you like to review the second? Yes, please, Seeker. <clears throat> okay. He sets that book down, picks up the second book. Uh, this seems to be a just general census bit of information. Um, mm-hmm. It actually seems to pertain to the Mines Monastery itself. Uh, it lists the name Mondaro as the uh, uncle of a man named Befrin Troll, who became a follower of Zelganeth. Mm-hmm. Befrin. Yeah, I will ask your doctor if Befrin is right for you. That in there as well. Oh man, it's putting it all in one big wall of text. That's rough to see. Okay. He then uh, moves on to the next book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also a seems to be a historical accord of the Mines Monastery. It explains that uh, Befren Trolley, I said his name wrong, was a scholar at the Mines Monastery. It's a listing of his death. He was murdered outside Serifax by highwaymen. So just a mm-hmm. brief mention of that individual and their death. Okay, and the last book. Uh, Mondoro's name also appears in a memo discussing the removal of personal items from the dormitories. Uh, it's, this is a hand-scrawled note that looks like it got checked into this section. Among many other mundane items, a box with the name Mondoro Sacked was removed. 
A scribble note indicates that some of these items may be arcane in nature and should be stored with any other potentially harmful items. Okay. So it was Mondoro's items in this note. Uh, in theory. <laughs> it lists his name. You don't know mm. for sure that it's the same Mondoro, but basically this robot has pulled up any case mm. where that name appeared. So I, I address the, the Warforged and say, Sika, <clears throat> it would seem that this Mondoro uh, had a nephew who uh, was, in fact, um, a scholar here at the Mines Monastery. Um, but he has since passed, but perhaps his belongings have been stored somewhere. Do you know where those are for research purposes? I'd like to review them. Most personal effects are either sold to give money to continue to fund monastery projects or stored. If they are considered harmful, we keep those items in the dark archive. Take me to the dark archive, Sika. Can you point me in that direction? Unfortunately, I am not able to leave my post here in the history section, but the dark archive is located in the southern part of the library. You will require accompaniment to go to the dark archive. Very good. And you cannot accompany me, Mr. Seeker? No, I am required to stay within the history section of the library. Excellent. Um, so then, um, do you have a printer on your body? Can you print me the map? I am not yours. able to facilitate this request. Is there anything else I can do for you today? Can you draw the map on a parchment for me? I'm not able to facilitate this request. Is there anything else I can do for you today? Um, no, thank you, Mr. Seeker. It seems my requests are outside the scope of your knowledge or ability. I appreciate you using my assistance today. Thank you for stopping by. All right. So with the knowledge in mind that it is in the southern part of the library area, I'm just going to post haste make my way there. All right. And again, begin... I'm on the lookout for assailants. I still feel like I'm in danger. Okay. You begin to make your way to the dark archive. And what happens after that, we will have to find out on another episode. Oh, oh no. Nice. Nice. Dude. There's much more. Uh, sorry, I just read through this. It's awesome what you've written for this stuff. I love it. Oh, it's, it, re you. it really is like picking a book up in Skyrim and like sticking it in your inventory and then later you find out all this cool shit you didn't know, like other sub stuff. That's really cool. Anyway, all right. Hey, you heard it here first, everybody. We're going to have to continue this next week. Uh, we don't know. We don't know what Kristen uh -oh. and Kyle are going to do. We don't know, do we? Do we know? Yeah, we don't know. We, we plan for two weeks, though. Like, uh, yeah. but the thing is, it's like this is work. Yeah. It's also a pleasure to play D and D, so it's it's kind of hard. We said like you, if this was work a job, you should take some time off, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Either way, yeah. they should. I, but they're I, like, like I said last week. Yeah. If they're just like, man, it'd be really fun to play D and D, then like you know. Yeah, I, I know. we just kept it kind of informal, like that. sure, sure. And if that, and if it ends up, you know, if they're back, then we'll. I mean, John's got them running off doing something. <laughs> Their mm -hmm. characters, I mean, so that could be interesting. But yep. if not, we'll be here to. To continue to work this out, and uh, we'll see what the future brings. Now, before we go, we mentioned earlier in the show we we're going to do a little bit of a tea giveaway. 
And John, explain to me the uh, the deal, how this works, or what what's the what are we calling yeah. it? Yeah. So the T is called uh, the inverse. I have here that it is a blended base fruit mint bergamot medley. I know what some of those words mean, <laughs> uh, and perhaps you do too. Um, but uh, it's a specialty that basically Phoenix Pearl Tea, who sells our There Will Be Dungeons teas, is going to be offering while we are doing this inverse story. It's going to be a limited run, so it's only going to be while we're doing this. So if you are interested in trying it, now is the time. Um, Gwen told me it should be up at phoenixpearltea.com forward slash TWBD. Uh, probably by the end of this episode. If it's not there, maybe give it a little bit and check. Um, but she also said we could give one away. So you can do whatever method you want to do to give that away, Scott. And then we'll message them and get their shipping information and all of that and yeah. get them some tea. That sounds awesome. So here's what I want to do. Uh, let's do it like... Oh, I'm trying to think the fastest way to do this. Uh, let's do a bunch of emails. So you send your emails in and you do that by going to the site. There will be dungeons.com. There's a... Uh, uh, an e- or a contact button there. Hit that thing, and in the subject, put T T A E. Okay, just to keep it simple, I have to be able to filter these. <laughs> maybe spell it correctly. Yeah, spell it correctly. T. What I say? T E A. Sorry, T E A. Send that in, and then I will. We'll figure out uh, random winners from that. Uh, that's a good way to do it. We'll figure out who we're going to pick. I'm pretty so. sure if you spell it incorrectly, you're not disqualified. Right. Yeah, we, you'll still we'll still fine. count it. In fact, you're probably more correct because you spelled it the way Garpoon. That's true, it. and I'll do it both ways, uh, <laughs> just in case. But anyway, send those in, and we'll get you guys uh, winners. Also, to those who like to support this show, uh, beyond that, there's a great way to do it. You can head on over to that same site. There will be dungeons.com. Click on the support link, and pick a level that's right for you. Got all kinds of cool stuff coming out. For example, a chicken lord. One of my favorite creations of Bo oh, Schwartz. Uh, on the one side, you got the There Will Be Dungeons art. And oh, let me blow up my screen. Also, the green screen is killing it. But anyway, <laughs> see the There Will Be Dungeons art. And the other side, a chicken lord as drawn by me. Uh, oh, that fits in the frame real nice. That's yeah. one of, I love that chicken lord. Chicken lord is pretty good. Uh, and you guys will have your very own sent in the mail, along with other cool physical and digital rewards. So head on over there right now to therewillbedungeons.com and uh, be a part of the pod people, patrons of dungeons. And we appreciate those who already are. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Really fun stuff. Well done, John. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. We will be back next time with more uh, from uh, us here at There Will Be Dungeons. From John, from me, from Bo, and from the impending Fergusons. We'll see you guys next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.